and welcome everybody to Predecessor Protocol, your one-stop shop on all things Pred. I'm your host, Danger, and uh, joined with me today, as always, is the one and only Baseball5560. Hey, how's it going today, Danger? What's up, man? Dude, what's up, man? How have you been? I haven't talked to you. Uh, we've, like, texted a couple times, just because Pred news, but uh, other than that, how you been? For what have sure. you been up to? Dude, just, uh, dude, I actually kind of grinding some Pred this week, uh, but uh, playing Baldur's Gate, working living life you know how it is dude i uh nice. i don't know you i felt the call to come back so i've played a couple games we did we did take last week off we figured uh you know there'd be a lot more news happening this this coming week so instead of just uh speculating yeah, man. wildly for <laughs> the text- third episode in a row uh yeah when you texted me literally i was thinking i was like because we hadn't recorded by the day by the time we usually do yeah yeah and sometimes we'll wait just because they're like patch note cadence and stuff. Yeah. And um, we waited and it was like, man, there's still nothing out. I was like, what are we going to talk? Like, we're just going to speculate again. Yeah. Um, so I was I was kind of in the same headspace. And you're like, maybe we take take this week and there'll be an, a lot of stuff. Next For sure. Week. I mean, sure we could have done like a deep dive or maybe had somebody on. But eh. yeah. It's tough. Dude, I was uh I was mowing earlier and it started like piss poor raining on me. Oh yeah. So it's been uh, that was nice. It's been a rainy week here. That's maybe maybe that's why I've been playing more pred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's your comfort game. <laughs> it's my, my game when it's thunderstorming outside. It's like soup. <laughs> <laughs> well sick, dude. Uh wow. Dude, we've got a lot. Yeah, to I was gonna say, about. let's um, let's get into it. We're gonna we're gonna be here all night if we're not. Yeah. Um so we'll start with roadmap. Um we'll kind of go in the order that they came out with stuff, right? So they came out with the roadmap, then they dropped some patch notes. Mm-hmm. And um uh, time permitted, we'll we'll close out on some games that we've had. I know you you've got a lot to talk I've about. Got I played a, a, a decent amount yeah. this week. Um I played uh yeah, dude. Actually, I, uh, you got some good. You got I mean, some games too, because you got to level forty, and then I had to play a few more games and got half to level forty too. So you guys nice, are both you did get half. Yeah, it, it was only sick. like three, three, two or three more games after you hopped off, but it, it was still pretty late. Like I, I definitely understand hopping off. So yeah, dude, uh, the baby has been like not. I, I don't. I, he might be teething. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. he's just not been sleeping well at all, dude. I was up until like. Pretty much 5 a.m. last night. So, Sheesh. yeah, dude, it's been a, it's been an experience. <laughs> Anyways, um, we'll get in. We'll start with the roadmap. Um, so, obviously, we'll start, and we'll it, all this stuff is in in the Discord. Um, if if you're a part of it, just go to Pred News. If you're not, join the Discord, and it'll all be in Pred News. Um, so this season, harness the storm. Uh, this kind of like emerald green electric looking vibe um we'll start with the heroes mm-hmm. right so we we know Sarath is coming uh that's a jungler yes that's in uh uh version 0.11 yeah. if you're listening uh, to this it's probably out yeah yeah or uh 0.12 the will be a carry 0.13 will be a mid laner 0.14 will be an off laner and then 0.15 will be an Ameta original hero. Um, everyone's speculation, I think, is safe to assume. Um, 
their speculation is going to be a support because we've gotten every other role yeah. um, on this roadmap. So uh, would, do you have any like takes on the image behind it? The image looks kind of like a claw to me of some sort like maybe like yeah a scorp- i've heard claw like that or like a scorpion's like like pinchers you know what i'm saying and so yeah. maybe there's like a grab that like and like a slow pool or something like that mm-hmm. um, i've heard that I, I could also see it being like a head of a staff yeah yeah too, I can or see or even yeah a headdress as well because yeah, um, like if you look kind of behind the numbers it kind of looks like eyeballs yeah, yeah like potentially too. some eyes for so sure like, yeah and to be uh, fair, it reminds me of that. You remember that like tribal still skin? Yeah, dude. I do remember. Um, kind of has that that vibe for sure. And like I, Mayan. I still, I still think that even if it is a support character, I think they're gonna have viability in mid lane. I, I for some reason, dude, I just think that that would be cool to have a like enchanter, yeah, esque type where it's like, yeah, because we have plenty of tanks right now, and honestly. And to be fair, by version 5.15, right? Like, meta is not going to be anywhere close to what it is right now. But I just feel like tanks right now, if they're behind, they just don't do their job. They don't tank and they just die. And so I think it's just better to play a tank in jungle or play it in like offlane or hell, even put, dude, play it in mid. I, th- I think it's better in mid than it is in support. Um, obviously, Richter, if you hit, if you can just hit your chains yeah, 100% of the time, say. right? Like, it, it's going to be good. But. I, if you can do that, just play it in offlane and get massive, and then rotate. Yeah. And or be, if you can do that, just play jungle and harass every. Lane. Yeah, exactly. Like, same, same. Yeah. So uh, I, I really, I, I don't know why I'm on that train now. Mark it down. We're in September. Uh, you know, it's gonna be quite a while. Uh, we'll get into it a little bit more later, but uh, it's gonna be quite a while until version 15, longer than the cadence has been. So. Um, what what heroes do you think? I know we've spe- yeah, I know so we like, speculated speculation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we 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 know Sarah. Then we're getting a carry. Who you think? Okay, dude. I think. And I think based off of what we don't have in the game, carry wise, there's Grim and there's Yen. I think this like, could be a hot make take. an argument for Wraith. I, yeah, that's what but. I was gonna say. I think my hot take is I think it's gonna be Wraith with basically like a completely reworked kit. So you think they drop rewind? They drop in biz? Yeah, I well, I think they drop rewind and they drop or e- even if they have rewind, it like it's the ult. It, like there's no way that ability can be like a uh, like a regular ability. I I think they drop the stealth for the the team stealth. That's so silly. Um, but he had like a shot that if you lasted a minion, it reset and gave you the mana back for the cooldown, uh, or gave you the mana back and then it put like the. Yeah, I think it was the mana back over two seconds or something like that, and then completely reset the cooldown of the ability, so you could just spam that on and last hit minions, right? Um, mm-hmm. Then he had like an ability that was a like a free ward basically, and it it like went through walls, and so he that I think that's why he was like played in mid is because he had really good vision, and obviously his ult too. You you in the jungler could just rotate and absolutely shit on somebody without them knowing. Yeah, because you got you went invis and it, you also got like movement. It was speed movement speed, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you just pop out of nowhere, cast your rewind on them, do damage to them, and then you knew they were just gonna come back to the spot that same spot in like three seconds, right? So then you just do damage to them again, and they would be dead. Um, so I think they changed both of those abilities. Maybe make the ult like 
a damaging snipe similar to maybe not similar to Murdoch's, but like you have to have vision of them, but it's still like across map. Like if you can see them and, and it may be like an instant shot, not like a, you know, a projectile, but does like massive damage if you can see them. And that, that would be cool for like the call of duty heads that are like the quick scope, you know, like the snipers, quick scopers like that. That could be a cool ability to have in the game. Um, and then maybe a hot take. Then maybe like another damaging ability, uh, like because if you give him a free ward, you there's no way he has movement ability in my opinion. So um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think that's that's like ADCs. I'm, I'm okay with ADCs having a safety ability, but having two safety abilities is a little bit too much. I think this early on in in uh, hero creation and hero edition, um, I don't think it's gonna be Yin because dude, I just don't think Yin. I think Yin is very much like Sarith, where like she worked as an ADC because of the way the meta was, where it was supposed to be like two v one, and so like you could make it work because you'd bring like a big beefy steel and let her like get farmed up. But I don't think Yin is gonna work in ADC as a melee. Yeah, I could see just like you just make. I mean, because the whip is you just have range on it. Yeah, but like. I think it, it's going to be less range. It, there's no way they're going to make it the same range as like a gun, a gun. <laughs> yeah, or an arrow, a, a bow and arrow, right? And so it's like, just e- even if it is more range than a normal melee character, I still just don't think it works because then the melee character can just poke you, bring them minions to their tower, poke you anytime you try and step up, and the first you know few levels, those those are like, you don't want to get poked and you want to be getting as much farm as you can. You know, and so I just, I see Yen more as like a Sarath, like potentially like a, yes, she is an auto attack character, but like you play her in the jungle, farm super hard, and then you're just a late game menace, you know? Um, yeah, the only thing I like, I mean, we're, we're, if that's the case, then we're getting into changing Wraith's kit, per, like dramatically. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, at least Yen's like deflect ability. There's really no viability for that in just jungle, right? So like, mm-hmm. obviously in team fights and ganks and stuff, you could still use it. But like, it would almost be this ability that you just run around with and just never use mm-hmm. um, while jungling. So it's like, are they gonna, they gonna change that up as well? Yeah. Well, they um, might maybe like give it damage to like stuff around you, but still it reflects projectiles too, or something like that. Yeah, right. my my thought is for Gary, um, is potentially Grim. Yeah, I think um, I think Grim is I think Grim is more possible than Yin is in my opinion. I think it's I think Grim is actually probably the most possible. I think it's probably going to be Grim, but I, I my spicy take is I think it's going to be Wraith with a couple of ability changes. Yeah, so. and then if I think if they want to keep Yen's identity as a carry, then they just extend the range of uh, the range of the whip mm-hmm. to uh, just like a carry auto range. Yeah, but that seems—I don't know, man. It seems weird to me. Yeah, it's a weird. Um, it's a lot of visual clutter. Yeah, I that's think, what I'm saying. Too. Yeah, because it's like if think of every bullet, like you saw the entire trail of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And that then seems... saw it back as well, right? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe they give her something kind of like Izanami, where like her autos like go through and come back, but she has like less range or something. Like, maybe that could work. But 
like and then maybe an ability that yeah it has longer range. yeah and she uh, yeah, she had that ability in, in uh paragon yeah but the thing is that, she that, also had the thing where she would like whip to somebody yeah right? for sure and which seems not very yeah i mean that seems like melee carry but that doesn't seem like a yeah you can predecessor you could use it ability. to like juke around too i'm pretty sure you could like target your own minions and stuff and like jump around too yeah. so um, but that to me that does read more jungler of a jungle yeah exactly ability. an engage ability um yeah like a chimera leap that's what i'm saying i i think the iteration that she like something would need to be changed very drastically for her to be played at adc and i think Pardon me? i think it's for it's our, less of a change boy uh our boy george i want it to be grim. yeah r.i.p r.i.p george man i do want it to be grim he's a grim man um but like I think Loki, I think Wraith needs less changes than Yin does to be an ADC, and yeah. for Wraith you'd need to change his ult and one, like one of his key abilities. Okay. So, so next character is going to be mid, and this is where I've got two takes on this. Mm-hmm. Um, my like kind of safe take is probably Wraith. Yeah. Um, and I think you just kind of leave his like I think you got to do something. I think you but, make his rewind an ult, and then you give him another ability. But like the thing is, he just he's he's a very safe character, but he doesn't have like AOE mage damage. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But uh, you know, you make make the rewind his ult. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the the team invis speed buff seems kind of no. That's right? absolutely like, stupid. There's no way that should be so, in the game. Let's say they take that out. They make the rewind his ult. And then they can just give him like a line shot or you know, just something to to aid with clear. Yeah. Um maybe even cuz he was more like high, like techie, right? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. what's something else they could do? I don't want to say grenade cuz uh Twin Blast has grenades. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, something along those lines. That's more of an something AOE. Something akin to that. AOE but damage. my other yeah. and probably spicier take is that version 0.13 will be when it comes to PlayStation and then they will release Iggy yeah. to uh, generate just hella hype. I could see that. I honestly think it probably is going to be Iggy. And again, I think he needs, and we've talked about it in the past, because the right. the options it could be right yeah. are straightforward options Iggy potentially Wraith and then Zinks like yeah. those are like you could play them or they could do like a rework on Grim and make him a mid laner and then make uh, to a degree yeah, yeah and yeah. make him mid and make Wraith carry yeah, right so like, like but yeah barring a rework barring a rework yeah it would yeah, yeah it just seems like iggy's the option yeah that's kind of how i feel too i i think it's gonna be iggy um and to be fair i i did iggy abuse when uh he had the crazy base damage on his turrets right mm-hmm. but uh the thing is i'm i'm super interested to see what they do with him and i know we've talked about him at donzium mm-hmm. but dude it was like epic didn't know what to do with him yeah for sure and it was like they just changed his ult so many times, and like mm-hmm. it was like this weird. It was this weird like identity on him where he could just. I mean, there was a time where you played him where you just hold down two lanes. Yeah, 
Um, I don't think that's as feasible. No, it's not. Well, that was when travel mode was a thing too, right? And so you yeah. could literally just like clear a wave, clear the mid wave, and then rotate to another wave and yeah. clear that too. But, uh, but like, man, he. I'm interested to see if it is him. I'm interested to see how they handle turrets, how they handle his old. Yeah. Um. Because, like, and I think you've mentioned it, like, I do think there's a world where there's a setup mage mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, if you catch them off guard, they're not set up. You, there's just not much they're going to be able to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. But and, if, and it's, but too, it's zoning abilities, right? Like, you can, you can just use his abilities to zone people, too, right? Like, if you can force people into, a, you know, a, a narrow, uh, like, walkway, and then you throw a turret on it, like... They're not going to want to yeah. run through the turret that's just going to do a quarter of their health, right, to start a fight off. So you can, like, potentially zone them into a spot that you want to take a fight. Um, and so, you know, like, I mean, Kukul Khan and Smite, right, is a zoning hero, right? He's Most of his abilities are actually really hard to confirm, right? You throw your tornado, but it takes forever for it to start ticking, right? And so mm-hmm. sometimes you just throw the tornado in, like, a walkway, and it's like, okay, well, they can't come through that walkway, which means they can come through this one or this one. And then your ult is, you know, very delayed as well. So it's going to force them, their team, to potentially split up. Like, he's a very zony type character. And uh, there are a lot of characters like that and MOBAs that, you know, they might not be meta at any given, you know, at every single given point. But there's always a use for a zoning character, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think objectives and that kind of stuff. Like it could be, it could be pretty nuts. And especially if you can get set up to and get maybe like all three turrets on, you know, or prime, or fang tooth, mm-hmm. and just burn that super fast. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is going to be offline. Um, okay. I've got two th- two people. I think it could be. Yeah. Thematically, for harness the storm, I would think Quang. Yeah. Um, but I could also see it being Aurora. I think it's going to be Quang. No matter how much I want Aurora, I, I would much rather yeah. be Aurora as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But I just think... I think Aurora's like a fan favorite. Yeah, right? like dude. People I, really liked her, but I think Quang, when he was part of that poll, mm-hmm. to thematically makes sense with Harness the Storm yeah, for it to be Quang. for sure. Um, and I don't know. I mean, he's... It adds a new mechanic into the game if his kit kind of stays about the same. Yeah. That isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, so would Aurora, but um, I don't think anybody's going to be upset with Clay. No, no, for sure. I and, think I think that's the safe leap, uh, yeah. the safe assumption, right? And and again, Quang is basically any character you put in offlane can potentially play jungle if, if you know what you're doing, right? Like, um, so you, dude. What if the season they just do like uh, Iggy Zinx, <laughs> do and, all the characters uh, that, that no one believes? Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, we're just gonna we're gonna try to break the game before <laughs> before, it launches. before it launches, and then again, version uh, fifteen. That's the meta original. I'm sticking with my guns, dude. I think it's gonna be an enchanter type that hero. Flex mid. I'm calling it now. Harness the, the storm, Dude, lightning, um, thunder. I think, I think on the episode you weren't here. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
where Hasp, Salsa, and I were kind of speculating. Um, I said it would be cool to have like a lightning type mage yeah, yeah. Uh, in the game. And um, then Harness the Storm uh, for the sure. map comes out. There it is. Um, so that would be cool, I do think. Because, um, I mean, just think like Zeus, right? Yeah, With, like, like lightning has so many, as an element it, in its own right, has like so many cool, like, oh, it can chain. Yeah. Um, it can, you know, uh, build up static chart. Like, yeah. you can do all these different cool concepts with, with, with lightning. lightning uh, yeah. And, I mean, and to Storm, like, you could do Thunder as well. So, like, you could, uh, e- even if it's, like, uh, how Shibalanke is, like, old, it blinds you, but also it, like, makes it so you can't hear, uh, like, noise cues as well. Uh, and yeah, so, like, that, that could it, it could be something like Deafen and Silence and blind or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like there could be a, maybe not hard CC, but like a, you know, smaller CC on, on each of his abilities or her abilities, his or her abilities or their abilities. If it's a robot, you know, who knows? Um, (laughs) and they identify (laughs) whatever they identify as. Uh, and then maybe some like, you know, if you, maybe like lower base damage, but higher scaling. So it's like, if you choose to build into damage, right. Um, you might, it might be a weaker early game mage, but maybe like a really strong late game power mage. If you have yeah, that. Uh, so name is Emerald. Yeah. And harnesses, harnesses the energy of the soul storm in their pursuit of power. Yeah. So that's so interesting. Yeah. I think souls, I think like, Alpwash and uh, yeah, I was gonna say I almost think like an Alpwash. Yeah, situation. dude. I again, there's so many different things. I, I hope they just continue to like tease us with stuff. And they do a good job of that, I think, in like the patch notes. Yeah. And stuff, so. Um, let's touch on. Okay, another big thing they talked about was update frequency. So we've been used to this four week cadence. Mm-hmm. Um. They've stated we're making important changes with season three. Uh, the speed which we release each patch will slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to from a four six or a four week cadence to a six week cadence. Yes, and then balances will be approximately three weeks after. So, yeah. and I'd assume balances were two weeks after. Yeah, that's how that's how it's been. Week. It's been every two weeks. There's so been a like, patch, and yeah, it's and been so now. It'll be every yeah three weeks that'll be. You know, it'll be like be small patches to patch, big patch. And then there'll be yeah, exactly. uh, some balance patches and then uh, another big patch. Um, I'll be honest. I'm confused by this. Um, I understand where they were like, yeah, we want to under promise and over deliver. But the whole reason that nothing that they said was a lot of what they said was going to happen in season two didn't happen. And the reason it got extended was because they were like, hey, we got to get this UI. Mm-hmm. Um, once we get the UI, it's going to streamline everything. We'll be able to move at a faster pace, implement things faster. Um, and then they turn around and they're like, and now we're going to slow down patch cadence. Um, so I don't really see how this is making things faster um, by them actually slowing it down. The one thing I will say is I expect console, like, if not version 0.12, 
0.13 at the latest. Like, I I don't see console being that far down the road. They because they said early in yeah, season three, for sure. right? So, I mean, even version 0.13 is middle of season three mm. by definition. I so, yeah, I would assume v12 that that's my so guess v, yeah. yeah v12 is the safe you know based off of what they said so the only thing i could see is them being like hey we're gonna have all these new hurdles and these new issues that we don't even know mm-hmm. like what how to handle or what to anticipate or to expect um so we're gonna slow it down for that reason alone um and then the other thing with this is that puts us in like what April ish I would say something like that yeah it'll be 6 12 what 18 20 30 or 18 24 30 yeah 30 weeks so more than half a year yeah the uh, the only other thing I could see is they're like hey we we need more time than the four week cadence for full launch, but we don't need an entire other season for full launch. Maybe. So if we can like span this season out, mm-hmm. but again, just instead of slowing down your, your cadence on everything, just like give us more stuff. Even if it's not other hero, just give us more levels to grind for on the season pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and just come out with stuff and just, you know, hey, this season, technically, the uh, the last hero release will be, you know, a month or two before the actual game launch. But I don't know. It just, it, it strikes me as weird Yeah, um, that they're slowing it down. Uh, do you think this is good, bad? I mean. All right, my take, my take. I think this is actually really good. Um I don't think they are, like, realistically, right? Most of Smite's patches are monthly. Um, so it's, like, four weeks, I'm pretty sure, patches. Right. Um, in a MOBA, right, like, when you change stuff too, like, too often, I don't think that's a good thing. I think it's okay for a meta to be around for a little bit. I think another thing is if you have really short like time in between patches, you can't really make big changes, right? Like you can tweak items and like add 10 power here or 5% scaling here. But I think it's, it's like really hard to make a massive change that like brings a hero, you know, way up or way down. Right. Like, yeah, the, the hope with this, right. Is this, this longer cadence is that, more impactful things happen each yeah. time. I I think, and so yeah, at the, it's like that's kind of what that's kind of the the what I'm thinking, right? Like, like, hey, we're we're under promising because we actually are slowing down, even though we said that once we got done with the UI, it'd be able to speed things up. Mm-hmm. But we'll be able to actually over deliver with each patch. Yeah. Well, um, I I don't even think like the thing is though, it depends on what all's in the patches, right? If it's like if they're adding items in each patch too and adding like, uh, you know, different, like they, they talked a little bit, like they're changing the jungle AI, right? Or if they like add, like if they can do stuff like that in three week patches, I think that's, they're speeding up even though it's every three weeks. 
right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, it, I mean, yeah. it all it all depends. The cadence is slowing down, but they're over delivering yeah, on yeah. what they're releasing. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where I I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think the right the two week cadence was weird because it was like one week Pred would just have a not a bunch of players, but like you could definitely tell like when a new hero releases, right? There's like an influx of people playing the game. And then literally the next week it like drops back down. But then the next week there's another patch and it comes back up. And I, like, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's that. I know people are complaining that the game is stale, but it's almost, I don't even know if it's stale. It's just that you can't find like a rhythm if you're not playing like every single week. Right. Or like every single day. And I, I, Personally, I like longer patches. I like being able to figure out the patch a little bit and play it a little bit more. Um, yeah, I can't say if it's good or bad until it starts happening. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, personally. yeah, but until my, like, until they it, release the first patch, other than yeah, this, this, but my one. impression, yeah, uh, my initial impression was like it. It just took me off guard when it's like, hey, once you guys done, like we're yeah. we're. I, I just you know I think backlogging having, all this stuff. I I was never a fan um, of the two to four week patch that like two two yeah. week patch. It's just they can't do enough in those two weeks to make significant changes. Yeah, dude. The the every balance patch was like um, this person's like baseline power went up and their scaling went yeah. down, and then which stalker lost five power? And yeah, and that's so the patch. that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think longer patches also gives you more like statistical data as well. So you can be one, like even more sure that something is weak or strong or vice versa and then buff it or nerf it accordingly. Right. Um, like now I do think with this and they do talk about it, the reason for the change is focus on adding remaining content that's necessary for the free to play. Yeah. Um, I do think we can, ex- I mean, not that season two set a high bar of expectation mm. on features. I do think we can expect, you know, a good amount of of features and stuff. Yeah. That based on uh, yeah, based on the planned features, which we'll talk about here in a second, I honestly would expect more than the planned features that they've they've announced, in my opinion. Yeah. I would expect uh obviously they said account linking, which, you know, PS4, PS5 early access, new UIs uh coming this patch. Um, and then Hero Affinity. I don't know if that's this patch or if it's I don't remember. I will look in a second. I don't think that's this that's patch. This I think. Yeah, I don't think the the mastery is this patch, um, but I do know the acquisition. Is yeah, this patch. yeah. And so, yeah, they basically right. They yeah. one, two, so three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things, and they're gonna have two of them in on this patch. I think jungle AI improvement is actually this patch too. So there's three. Yeah, yeah. So jungle AI improvement. Um, Hero acquisition and then new UI. So that's three out of the nine yeah, in the first UI. patch of of season three. If if it takes them six months or whatever it is, right, a little bit longer than six months to get the other six out. That that I'm just I mean, be honest, that'd be a little disappointing, right? So I I would assume that there's going to be even more stuff than what they just don't. Again, the under promise and over deliver um mindset uh you know maybe they maybe they have stuff that they're like we're pretty sure we can get it done and by then 
but we're not going to put it on the list just to... Yeah, um, I could see, because they've talked about a, spe- a unique game mode mm-hmm. that is unlike you know any other game mode that in, could be released. in a similar game. Yeah. Because um, you don't want to just release that at, at launch mm-hmm. if there's like obvious issues or it's just not received well. Yeah. Um, or things you need to change. So like that could be something that's kind of under the hood. Hey, we're not going to talk about it, but like in the office, we're talking about getting that out this mm. season. Um, stuff like that. So for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. We won't know if it's good or bad until it, you know, some time transpires. But um, baseball it, is leaning on the side of good, but I'm an optimist. So yeah, I'm not. Uh, I would say I'm an optimist. But I'm, I'm just. To me, realistically, it just seems weird. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to stop stuff so we can speed up. Okay, we're done with this. Now we're going to slow down. Um, but I do expect more impactful things with patches. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, that was something that was disappointing. Um, when you know, because we talk about and record us talking about all these patches. Um, when a balance patch would come out, and it'd be like. Dude, there's like two things maybe to mention, and that are actually that's important. the entire yeah yeah that's the entire patch conversation. So it's like, is it even worth talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. It, again, if it's bigger and more and better, like take more time. I'm I'm definitely down with that. Um, let's see, end of season rewards. You got me to, we got, because you were already above 40. Yeah, and I'm like And I was like, like that, yeah. super close. And so we were playing the other night, uh, you, Hasp, and I. Um, and I got to 40, I had to hop off, and then you got Hasp to 40. So if you played through season two, um, starting at level 10, you got a reward every five levels. Uh, level 10, you got a profile icon. Level 15, you got a Omega Hero profile icon, so Zarus. Um, level 20, you got the... Uh, which skin was it at 20? Was it the face skin? I think it was the Narbash skin, but I might be wrong. Narbash. Yeah. It was Narbash. Um, oh, that I'm talking about the previous one. We, I mean, um, we can talk about the previous one real quick, just yeah. to... Uh, since it's about to be season three so this is what you should get right yeah so level 20 was the narbash one yes that's right for sure level 30 was the face skin and then level 40 was the ascended sparrow skin yeah dude and then uh i don't even i probably have i don't five games maybe i don't even know if i have a game with sparrow but i wanted that damn skin <laughs> i didn't even think it was like necessarily anything to, of note but I really wanted the face. Skin. Yeah, I do think the face skin is sick. which we got. Yeah, um, and then twenty five was like uh, twenty five was jump pad VFX, and then thirty five was a recall VFX. So if you made it to any of those levels, um, dude, those are sick. Like I like that kind of yeah, stuff. for sure. You we, can we customize about yeah. emotes. Yeah, exactly. And customize that kind of and do all that stuff. Uh, Sparrow, I've played three games. I've won all three. So let's go. So get, get this at new me, skin. Sparrow in a. <laughs> um 100 win rate trying to think of yeah that's pretty much it for if you uh are listening to this episode um 
and you didn't reach level 40, that's tough because uh, it's probably the new season. So, Yeah. Um, I do want to ask your take on – because I've seen grumblings and you're somebody that could have benefited. In season one, every what, 10 levels past 40, you got some platinum. Yeah. Eh. And they didn't do that this time. Um, yeah. I think that could be part of like season two numbers trailing down a little bit. Yeah, I uh, think that is one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, one, they just like kind of content drought because they were focused on UI. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't a lot of like other than hero releases, which were sick. Because, um, dude, we got some cool heroes. Yeah, absolutely. You do have to get, you do have to admit that. Yeah, um, But uh, I think once people got to 40, unless they were just like a, a crazy person that just plays games that they enjoy playing. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's yeah, dude. wild. No, um, but <laughs> if if you're that that kind of person, that's like, man, I want to grind for something. Yeah, season one had that incentive past level forty, and I, uh, season two didn't have it. It doesn't look like season three is going to nope. have it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I get on their end because it's like they're giving away free money. Hey, basically. we're just giving. Yeah, we're just giving you money. Um, but I think okay, the difference is I think season three with hero acquisition and um, hero mastery, they call it affinity. Yeah. Um, being in the game, I think you're going to have plenty of shit to grind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I agree. And, and again, the affinity, we'll have to wait and see, right? But it it's looking like you're going to be able to customize like your uh, like load in to the game with like different things based on your affinity, like how high you get it. And then also customize your like... Uh, like when you're picking your heroes out as well, picking the the picks and bands uh, with it as well. And so just based on things that I've heard and read. Um, so like potentially, right, It's it could be really cool and you can really show off like, oh, you know, I'm a Sarath main, you know, I'm. Yeah, dude, I hope. Because like it's hard for me to not just be like, dude, just do the mastery skins that mm-hmm. we're in. in- uh, Paragon, um, cause dude, it didn't matter what. I mean, there were some cool purchasable cosmetics, but dude, those mastery skins were like they looked sick, and it was like you loaded in and got to your lane and saw the other guy, and he's lava, and you're like, oh shit, this guy definitely plays this person. Yeah, yeah. you know. See, um, the, the thing in, I mean, I remember Paragon, I remember that, but like, as I played Smite and got better at Smite, most of the time, the people that had those skins or used those skins, all they played was that character. And so yeah. it's like, they actually low-key weren't that good. They just played that yeah, character bro, a lot. Yeah. You know me, I had like 10 of That's those true. mastery skins. That's because like, you're, a, you're a, you play one character and you're like, man, that, that game felt good. And then you play them for a month straight without playing anything else. Yeah, dude, I had... I had Muriel, Gideon, Zinx, Quang, Severog, uh, Fing Mao. Like, dude, I had so many. See, I can't, dude, um, I can't do that. I have to play different characters or else I just get bored. Yeah, but over enough time. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure I'll get them. Yeah, absolutely. Get, I'll definitely get yeah. them, but I'm not going to, like, I, in Smite, they've started doing, like, a who can get the character diamond the fastest. I would have no shot at that. I just you're not you're not I, I cannot not just him. spam the same character over and over again, dude. It's just so boring to me. The thing I do like about it is um 
going into different matchups with it. Yeah. Like if you're playing the same character, you're playing into different matchups, you definitely get better at like how does how does this character specifically play mm. into this matchup versus cuz obviously for mid, for instance, if you play Gideon all the time mm-hmm. and you go into the, every matchup, you figure out how to play Gideon into it. Obviously, you could play Gadget and be like, okay, well, as Gadget, I prefer this situation and these things. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily teach you how to play Gideon into that. Um, it gives you some ideas of how that Gadget is going to think and probably play. But um, but yeah, dude, I, I also I just get in a, in a kick and play somebody, and then I touch, I, I put them down and don't and touch then, them And forever. then, yeah, touch grass when it comes to other characters. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, um, all right. And then plan features, or let's we let's talk about the uh, the end of season, the new end of season rewards now a little bit real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's see. I mean, it's the same stuff. It's the Pro same Pro-Lock stuff. On, season Pro-Lock themed on. common skin, common hero skin. So I would assume it has something to do with like lightning. So like that could be. I cool. wonder if these are going to be like, oh, meta unique skins. Maybe I th- the way that the way that Robbie talked in the like the uh, um, predcast was that they're not going to release many of their like predecessor skins until the game full re- or like launches. Yeah, but I mean it's hard to imagine that they're going to have a season like a lightning season or a storm yeah, themed skin. That's true. From Paragon. I mean maybe there is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. off the top of my head. And they, and they probably fair, will be, but they're it, it just seemed like a a common like recolor. It's you know, what I'm saying they could Yeah, to be fair, you could just put every green skin that yeah Paragon, exactly that epic green or like blue right like yeah make like yeah gideon's hood like make him like light blue or something like that right instead yeah. of yeah for sure um but then of course uh, the i just like that it's all season themed um that's cool and uh, like the again, vfx the, the jump pad, pad and then the the and recall the vfx like dude i love that shit and, i love that and the thing is right it like because that's a cause that's almost the jump pad and the recall are really things that are just for you yeah exactly and the the thing that i was gonna say is it's gonna seem like well everyone has this shit because everyone's playing early access but like when the game actually launches right and then there's playstation 4 and 5 and xbox and people are joining the game new right like and, and we're doing marketing for the game like they're not going to have all this stuff that we have, and it's actually going to be exclusive. No. Right now, it is yeah, exclusive. Yeah, that was one thing on. Um, it is exclusive, but it's um, exclusive to everyone who's bought in so far. So yeah, um, on PCC they had uh, Ace on and uh, Lance Cecil was just like a super random question that doesn't matter at all. But I was just wondering, like I have the early access um, Inquisitor Gideon skin or whatever. Um, and whenever you're in the lo- loading screen going into the match, he's like, it says EA Inquisitor Gideon. He's like, is that always going to say EA or is it just going to say Inquisitor Gideon? And Robbie was like, honestly, I like that it says EA because then down the road, when you have that, it shows that you supported us and other people that don't won't be able to get that. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be just another thing of like, oh, this person like has been here from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, all this like, all these things in the season, like you said, seem like well, everyone's got them. But yeah, a that's year what, down the road, that's exactly you're going to be ten yeah. percent of the people that have yeah. them. If that like, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's exactly right now. It doesn't feel exclusive because literally 
everyone has all of the same, uh, you know, like profile icons or, you know, skins, you know, access to all the same stuff. Right. And so it's like, oh, well, you know, we all have the same countess, you know, icon. And it's like I changed mine just so that we, we wouldn't all be the same. Right. And but like low key, that countess one might be like a super sick one to have. And we're the only, you know, the early access players are the only people that are going to have it. So. Yeah, dude, think about that. You know that uh, Gideon, or not Gideon, the Greystone thing they did where it was like win 30 games or lose 30 games with as Greystone. Or like, yeah, with Greystone on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, I feel like, because I don't have that one. Mm-hmm. Do you have either one? No, of them? I didn't get either one of them because I that was like, I wasn't really grinding super hard because I didn't. I wasn't yeah. a big graystone enjoyer, and I'm still not a big graystone enjoyer. But so, yeah, but shit like that though, dude. Yeah, if you got that one, like, yeah, if you got that one, you're it's exclusive now. You could sell that account for money. Yeah, probably later. Yeah, road. later in the, in the, down the line. For sure. That's your entire Steam account. So <laughs> you're also selling every game you've ever. Purchased, yeah, but. yeah, but potentially. Um. And then, okay, now we'll get into plan features. We kind of touched on them. Uh, PlayStation is coming, Season 3. Mm-hmm. They said early Season 3, um, so we expect V12. I still am, I'm still on the hasp train that Loki predecessor is going to be on the PlayStation like Expo that's going to happen in the next, what, week or so? And then, yeah, like... Dude, that would be hype as hell. Yeah, and then they're going yeah, like, to launch good, shortly um, after. That'd be good. a good way for marketing. Yeah. For sure. Um, they talked about a little bit it says playstation 4 and playstation 5 release um amos released the game on both xbox and playstation but the submission process for playstation is the furthest one along meaning the game will come out on that platform first um yeah so yeah and game updates will be synchronized across all platforms so that's sick it's always good yeah yeah the the cross save compatibility Mm -hmm. is always nice I, i wonder or not, I wonder. I assume that the it'll just have like the same packages that uh, for PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. Where like you have to buy in. Yeah, that's what they said. It, yeah, as a reminder, predecessor will launch on console as an early access title. While in early access, we will continue to add and change features. Um, what they really need to do is the same thing they did with uh, PC, where it was like half off at launch. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely agree. Like make the game like. This decision's probably already been made, and they may never hear this. But if you do hear this, <laughs> make it the do the same exact sale. Yeah, like, I know it's crazy, but dude, ten bucks is like, like if I went somewhere and lost a ten dollar bill, I'd be like, ah, fuck, I lost a ten dollar bill, and just go about my day. True. If I lost a twenty dollar bill, I'd, I'd spend a little bit of time looking for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I, would, I do feel that I would, I would backtrack for a twenty. For a ten, I'm probably just gonna be chalk it up as a loss, you know. <laughs> I feel that, dude. <laughs> so, okay, I'm 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 right there with you, man. That's about where I'm. <laughs> so, <laughs> this like, is more about know, our financial situations than we should say. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but dude, make make the game ten bucks. Everybody will buy. What's ten bucks? Everybody will buy. That's for 10 true, bucks. dude. That's true. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that is super hype though. We just had somebody join the discord uh, a couple days ago. That's like, yeah, I've like just been listening to the podcast, waiting for the game to release on console. Oh so yeah. I can play. We're, and if you're a console listener, we're super excited for you guys too. We've been playing this game. What? Since December. So almost a year. 
Still, Dude, we've been talking about console since December. Yeah, like, I true. remember specifically in December talking mm-hmm. about console. And uh, so, so, I mean, it's it's a fun game, dude. It, it's the most like predecessor out of any of the remakes that have been so far. So if you were a predecessor enjoyer, uh, or sorry, Paragon enjoyer. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Most like Paragon out of all of them. So if you're a Paragon enjoyer, you're going to be. That's how similar it is. Yeah, you're going to be a predecessor enjoyer for sure. So. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Um, that is hype. Uh, Hero Affinity, we've kind of touched on mm-hmm. that. That's a mastery system. Um, you know, it gives you something to grind, something to work yeah, on. Yeah, from shiny titles that will display on loading screens to exclusive skins, there will be plenty of reasons to level up your favorite heroes. And then we'll share more of details about the system soon. They say. Yeah. So, I again, big fan of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... You know, I think Camaru is another one that's like, yeah, dude, if there was anything at all that I could just repetitively grind for, I will do it. So mm-hmm. um, that's big. Um, UI, man, it is at first because season two had all this shit mm-hmm. in their roadmap. And I'm like, holy cow, dude, season two is about to be nuts. About to go. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And then like. Maybe halfway through, they were like, hey, we're not doing anything else. We're working solely on this. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to not be bummed. Yeah, which um, low-key, if you look back at the stuff, they got about half of it done, I would yeah. say. But then they stopped um, the other half of development and just focused directly on UI. Yeah, so. but UI is coming with this new patch. Yes. And so that'll be interesting. I'm excited to see that, how that looks. Um and for all the ne- Honestly, for all the negative people out there, if you know that saying it's mobile, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mobile UI. Yeah, well, all the negative people, I most of most of the negative comments I've seen have been like, oh well, you know, this season's been super slow because they've been working on UI. Now UI's done. If it stays slow, like I kind of understand, but it it, yeah. it could. But it, the cadence is slowing down. Yeah, yeah, but it should be like bore big shit. Exactly. So. Like, so that there there's no longer UI to hide behind I would say for uh for a meta so yeah for sure um my okay my take on UI is like dude as long as it works and is like an okay UI is perfectly fine for me yeah, yeah. like I, I don't need some like groundbreaking pretty yeah shit that I want to just I don't even want to play the game because the UI is so good. Like, dude, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, like, if it works, functions well, is easy to to uh, navigate, and like, doesn't just look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And okay, UI is perfectly fine for me. If it's a bad UI, then that that's a problem, mm-hmm. obviously. But um, but yeah, man, I th- I think you know, yeah. And the I- big thing is is they're done with UI and they're they've got it into UE5 and they're not going to have to worry yeah. about that. I think the forward. biggest issue, right, and we've talked about it in other episodes, right, was that they just wanted to have the same UI for the entire game across all platforms. So that way, if they made a single change, right, they didn't have to actually make four or five changes. I think I think yeah. you talked about that because you're, you're more code. I, I'm not a very good coder. I, I know a little code, like how to code a little bit, but uh, you're much better at that than me. And, uh, yeah, well, there's the thing is, it's like there's features in, in Unreal Engine 5 mm-hmm. that are like inherently baked into that, um, into the you know, into that engine, yeah, that aren't in four 
that you can do in four, but you have to like build it and make it happen. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, well, if we want it to do this thing or if it's doing this thing on this platform and this platform's in Unreal Engine 5 and this one's in Unreal Engine 4, we actually have to build up that mechanic and that interaction mm-hmm. in Unreal Engine 4. And it just like streamlines shit. So, yeah. Um, I, it, I, am, I am excited uh, for that. Like, I think the biggest thing is, I think you worded it perfectly, is like there's nothing, like they don't have that, I don't even say excuse, but that thing to hide behind. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah it's not know, an excuse because it. it's a it's a necessary thing for the game to be successful, right? But like, I I feel like a lot of a lot of more negative opinions were because like nothing's happening because of the UI, but like it's just a UI, right? Like you should be able to do more than just the UI. Where I, in my opinion, I'm like, no, I get it, like bones come before you know the rest of everything like you got to have good bones before yeah and the thing is too with like ui they've also done jungle ai improvement mm-hmm. hero acquisition mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. like they've also and they've been working with sony on getting yeah. the game to console it's like all we're seeing and all they're saying is like, hey, UI. But literally, the day this releases, hopefully, mm-hmm. if not two days prior, there's like, we're getting all this other shit too. Um, and I think that's, all they're saying is, hey, we're working on UI. But really, yeah. they're doing other shit. They're doing other shit, but they were really like, devoting more man hours to UI than they probably were expecting to. Yeah. And now that the um, UI's done, they can then devote those man hours to you know, design or adding another feature or, you know, bringing that new game mode in or adding, you know, other stuff that we don't know about, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. Um, hero acquisition. We've kind of touched on that. Um, Sarah is going to be the first hero that is not given freely. Yeah. The one thing they will do with Sarah um, is that they're going to give her like, you know, um, do they do it on smite when a hero, new hero comes out? You can like, they're in a free rotation type situation. Yeah, most of the time the new hero isn't in a free rotation, but they have like a weekly free rotation that like if you don't own all the heroes, um, it's like it's a hero from each class. So it's like a and you know, a jungler, an offlaner, a mid, a support, and an ADC. And those five will be on rotation for a week and then the next week it'll rotate to a different five. So yeah. um from my understanding with hero acquisition, the week leading up to the character release you will be able to start acquiring them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, uh, yeah, that's how it's going to be. You can just be... buy them for, for real money. Yeah. And I think with Sarah, obviously, they're just, for the first week that she's out, mm-hmm. she's just going to be like on, quote unquote, free rotation. Yeah. Um. So you can, st- everybody can still play her at launch um, or at release for her. And then you'll have a week to like earn her and or buy her. And then at the end of that week, I think, that free rotation will kind of be taken. Yeah. I think it might be two weeks, but yeah, yeah, same thing. It's either a week or two weeks that she's on free rotation. And then after that, if you don't unlock her, you will not be able to play her unless you do the steps to unlock her or buy her. How much platinum do you think she'll cost? Like how much platinum? Platinum? Dude, I don't think, I don't think heroes are going to be that expensive, man. I think, I would, 
say maybe max uh like a t1 skin like 600 platinum max but then again right like it's a good way for them to make money i i don't know i don't have a a grasp on uh you know i have a degree in finance but i don't have a grasp on what the financial (laughs) you know like value of unlocking a hero is in their eyes because i mean the way they talked about it it's gonna it seems like it's gonna be pretty simple to unlock heroes free to play most of the time so yeah um yeah when it i mean in not predecessor but in other games Mm -hmm. the it's literally there's a break point of well we can charge five dollars and a thousand people will buy it and if we charge a hundred dollars you know only five people will buy it so it's going to be less but like if we charge like forty dollars mm-hmm. there's gonna be like enough people that yeah. will still get it that will like come ahead yeah even though a lot less people um i don't think preds kind of monetized in that fashion yet yeah for or sure. i don't think they really plan to but um and it, it depends right on how easy it is to unlock it dude either. i don't know their skin prices are so all over the map yeah. i don't who knows bro for sure um but i think the i mean why why buy the character if you're not going to play the game? Mm-hmm. So like I think just play the game. Yeah, the dude, yeah. And it, again, maybe like a like the harder characters unlock that are like the f- tier five that uh like Robbie said, maybe they're like a you know like a week or two to unlock a character. Um, but like the way Robbie was talking, he, he it seemed like if you're willing to play the game, like you should be able to unlock any character within a week, right? Yeah, and so. Yeah, I, I am interested to see if it's like, like earned this much gold you can get or into, like, yeah, yeah. The thing you can get into these contracts is like, what are the criteria? Yeah. If it's like, oh, play X amount of support matches, but everyone has the same thing, mm-hmm. then it's like everybody's trying to play support. Yeah. Or, um, but if you can make it more ambiguous and make it more like, like get fifty kills total, right? Yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, who knows? Play, play gold, one game as one. as a support character, but then you could just play Bellica mid if you really didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, or play or, um, Richter offlane or Richter jungle, right? Because they're win a game. You know, yeah. like even if you're getting the, your teeth kicked in, you can win. A yeah, game win, win like, yeah, two or three in games. a week. Yeah, for sure, you're gonna win a game. Yeah, as long as you um, play. Yeah, you the the MMR gods will surely be on your side for one game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's you solo queue. You're gonna win a game eventually. Eventually, yeah, for sure. I think if you team up, it can get because of MMR inflation can get to where it's like, well, maybe not, but then your communication should be better. So, uh, yeah, um, I, that that is the thing. I'm I am like, we'll see. Because dude, if yeah. it's like play jungle, and it's like, bro, I am so bad in the jungle. Nah, it's like I would I would assume it's going to be very. Uh general stuff yeah spend x amount of money buy yeah buy yeah. buy x amount of gold's worth of items place x amount of words. yeah exactly uh, and it's like you can place words no matter what class you're playing yet yes you can place more as a support so maybe a few more people will play an extra support game and get 20 wards that way right but like it, it's something that's not going to for like you said like play twin blast and get 10 kills in a game and it's like, well, you yeah, play. Everyone's like, trying to play Twin Blast, and then if they get eight kills, then they have to try again the next game, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude. 
gives me a lot of um like early early paragon uh character release vibes mm-hmm. where it's like you queued as your char- your hero before oh, no, you started the match um yeah but uh, and everyone queued as the new hero because everyone wanted to yeah, try dude, the new hero so yeah Richter came out and we sat in queue for two and a half hours yeah bro god and neither of us were trying to yeah play that's the funny part yeah seriously <laughs> so but um but yeah, I, I am interested to see. I've, I've seen people like, well, just make an in-game, like a free in-game currency and you can buy them for that. And it's like, dude, this is that without the extra steps. Mm-hmm. It, it's literally, because if they did it, they would do like daily goals, weekly goals, and it would be the same shit as the hero acquisition. Yeah. And then you would do that and then get a currency and then spend that currency to unlock the hero Mm -hmm. versus you just do the thing and get the hero. So, um, anything else on a jungle AI improvement? I'm excited about that. I I can talk a little bit about that. I've been playing a little bit more jungle. Uh, minions will be able to exit their jungle camp radius, attack while moving and jump off nearby ledges. Uh, you're going to see a few more, (laughs) a few more minion deaths to, uh, heroes to minion deaths um that's always exciting as a as a player it's you know even if it's your team right and especially if you're playing with the boys nothing's more funny than uh, one of your boys dying to a jungle creep including myself right it's just hilarious um and then also nothing's more funny than like hearing you know at like minute six like enemy member executed and it's like to a minion right a jungle minion hilarious Mm -hmm. um Alongside this, we're going to have a larger jungle rebalance plan to promote more interactive gameplay between the dedicated junglers and their lane-focused counterparts. Um, so it sounds like, yeah, you know, better better jungling experience. Uh, right now, it's, I mean, it's pretty much like everyone. There's there's like two paths you can kind of do, two or three different ones. Um and it really just depends on your style of play and who you're playing with. Like if you if you're four or five stacked, you know your teammates. Like, you know, I I basically always contest the first river when whenever you're mid. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like most of the time I can finish clearing around two thirty, then get some poke on the the enemy mid, and we can basically like either secu- like we either secure both rivers. Or I for sure secure one for you and the enemy mid doesn't get one because usually yeah. the enemy jungler takes the other one. And yeah. so it's like that alone, even even if we only get like a quarter of the enemy mid's health, they're, they're so hurting on mana and you're fine on mana that you can just like snowball into like a, a small lead from that one play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, usually get it. Yeah, usually get, if you time it right, usually get up about 10 CS like, like you usually get two waves out of that yeah. um, mana deprivation for them. So, and that's you know that could be the difference between uh, being a little off on a tier three item and having to go back to lane, and or getting that tier three item and then your power spike is massive compared to theirs, right? So, I'm excited to I'm I'm kind of hoping for maybe like another jungle camp, maybe like less XP from each particular camp, but like more camps to clear, so that way they're different pathings you can do um who knows what do you think about the idea of like a jungle camp that actually roams around the jungle 
Um, that doesn't bother me. I think it would have to be a weaker minion because, right, like you don't want to be pulling like a, a big, strong minion into another camp, right, to try and clear it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it would it would change the viability of junglers. Like you'd really have to play like the rampages and the chimeras, chimera yeah. crunches, right? Um, that have some just innate healing in their kits. It'd be a lot. I mean, Kalari actually has some innate healing now that her uh, when she goes invisible, she gains like bonus healing. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like you, it'd be really tough to play like a character that just has no healing in their kit. When you're fighting, you know, multiple minions at the same time more than you they're used to fighting. So, I don't know why I just had this idea. It'd be cool if they like. So like red side, you got red mm-hmm. to the right of it. You got your five to the left of that. You got your two, mm-hmm. right? If those camps like rotated. So after the first clear, your red spawned at the five, the five at the two, the two up at the red. Yeah, I mean it'd be it'd be fine. It would just change your pathing a little bit. I don't think, it, it, as long as it just something to make it more. Like, yeah, as long as a little different. Yeah, as long as the rotation is always the same, right? Like it's not randomized. The ra- if it was randomized, oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. bad. But if it's like oh, it always rotates to the right one, or you know, what yeah. I'm saying like that, that'd be fine. So yeah. just something because like. I don't play a lot of jungle, but when I do play jungle, it's like, okay, red, all right, five. Yeah, that's I. I two. whenever I'm playing jungle, I love like I actually don't. I actually like streaming when I play jungle because it's like I don't actually have to pay attention as much. But when I play support, yeah. dude, I feel like I'm, and I'm not even trying to last hit yeah. in support. But it's like, dude, I feel like I just can't look at chat at all you whenever I play support. Yeah. yeah, dude. So if you look away, like bad things. Yeah, happen. I die. Carrie dies. I get hit with a stun jungle ganks you know what i'm saying bunch of different stuff so um so yeah hopefully for you junglers out there that's that's something um all right so that's roadmap now we're gonna get into the patch patch notes let's do it okay we're gonna start of course with sarith yeah um okay before we even get into abilities there's the video is her, her ability overview. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think she looks like just first impression? First impressions uh, definitely is going to be an assassin style character, right? Like if you're playing her, I mean, she probably will have somebody will come up with some build that's like bruiser that works. Right. But I think she, based on her kit, right. She just looks like an auto attack, hard carry from the jungler. Yeah, you want to blow somebody up. Yeah. Um, so you can benefit from her kit and then continue to blow people yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I think... Is she as cool as you remember? Like, looking visually. Oh, 100%. Dude, she uh, yeah, she's cool. I think she I think she looks better in, in Predecessor in, than I remember in Paragon, for sure. She looks yeah, absolutely She's a, a paladin warlock. Yeah, we were uh, talking a little bit about that before. <laughs> yeah, like... like a Multi-class. Multi-class, Hexblade warlock, paladin... Uh, path of or vengeance path right like um and she did she's uh got some wings too so she's got some fly speed pretty op in my opinion um yeah i think uh she's like an auto attack burster right they talked a little bit in the video about how her um I believe it's her right click ability, the chastise. Yeah, one of her abilities can auto. Um, it auto cancels, so very similar to like the Fing Mao shield, right? If you auto, 
and then shield immediately after you auto. Um, it resets your auto cooldown, so then you can auto again. Um, so like Feng Mao, right? You like you don't necessarily dash in because like sometimes you use the dash as an escape, but you like walk in auto Q or you know auto Q auto or auto spin auto and then shield auto and that's like the trade and then you dash away and it's like yeah that's it seems very much like that's going to be similar for her right like she's going to auto right mouse button auto then do her heaven's fury right and then uh either dash to confirm a kill or dash to get away jump i guess it's technically a jump right um yes so uh um all right, let's get into the kit. So her passive, um, Fallen Grace. Uh, when you uh, taking down an enemy hero, will essentially spawn this like orb, molten orb that lasts for ten seconds. Um, if you run into it, you consume it. You activate her ultimate, mm-hmm. and you reduce the cooldown of your other abilities by seventy five percent. It does not affect her ultimate cooldown. So, uh, but it does give her her ult, uh, her yeah, ultimate. basically. Um, and this can happen pre-level five yes, or it, six. Yeah, pre-level six. They did say with some uh, diminishing uh, benefits in the video, but it doesn't say any diminishing video like benefits on yeah, the dude. actual patch. So I'm not sh- like that's that's something you'll have to test out and get some numbers There's for, no, like percentage or numbers. Yeah, on it, but like it, it's rare that there are team fights happening pre-six. Yeah. But if you can go like get get into duo mm-hmm. and get a kill, and then now you have your ult at level three. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah, and then um, potentially chase down. A, that can be pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, her auto is an auto. It does have 25% cleave. Mm-hmm. Which is um, good for jungle clear, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Better than the 10% mm-hmm. uh, Zara's got. Um, Heaven's Fury, her Q. Marks the target, banishes, striking the enemy uh, enemies at the target's location five times with the first and final strike guaranteed to hit her mark. So whoever, you know, if there's three people standing there and you target Murdoch, the first and last one will for sure hit Murdoch. Mm-hmm. And then the other three can hit. They might bounce between, yeah, the other three, the other two. Um, each slash deals uh, 125 damage, uh, some physical power scaling in there. Um, it applies on-hit effects at 75% effectiveness. So, but you're doing it five times, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and then additional strikes against the same target deal 20% damage. Yeah, so a little less damage, but that's, yeah, 125 times five would be absolutely nuts damage. So that's yeah. fair. Um, and then on the final strike, Zareth will teleport to the marked target's location based on her current position. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the marked target dies, Zareth teleports immediately. So... But from the video, this doesn't look. Is this the one? Hold yeah, on. it is. It's it, she like goes like kind of ghostly and like. Yeah, so this is the one she's CC immune. She's CC immune, and it looks like she's she's damage immune as well. I don't think she can be damaged while. In this form as well. Yeah. The I'm not sure. I know they've mentioned CC. They definitely they definitely sure mentioned CC immunity, but you're you're like. You're, you're like a shadow of your... Yeah, you're character. not. Like, your character model Spectral. isn't on the map. So, I would assume that you're, can't be you can't be damaged uh-huh. as well, right? So, which is... The thing with this is this isn't, like, Countess Shadow Slip as far as, oh, Faye ults me and I can just, like, pop this yeah. and time it right and negate it. Because it does look very, very 
close, close range. range. Yeah. So you have to like you have to be like near an enemy. You have to be pretty close to an enemy to activate it. But if you can, you know, if if you're diving a Fey and she activates her ult on you, yeah, then you just get away. Yeah, then you just press Q and you ig- ignore her ult basically. So yeah, um, uh, if you're if you're on a target, right, you can CC immune and also damage immune yourself for whatever. Yeah, it says. this is yeah. like her main ability in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like. This seems like the bread and butter. It'll be on a twelve second cooldown. Um, yeah, I think plus whatever yeah, cooldown I, you build in. I think that's the best ability. I think you're gonna max the chastise just because of the shorter cooldown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, yeah, for jungle and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, as far as like getting somebody, yeah, well, yeah. If you're talking about outplay potential, right? Like, this is the outplay ability, right? Yeah, this is the big brain. This is the one this where, is, yeah, you're gonna dodge an ability her, that yeah. that would have gotten you killed and you're going to get the kill because you use that ability correctly or vice versa. Yeah. Somebody's going to use this ability and you're going to have your flash up and you're going to flash into your team. And then she's going to teleport to you, your to her like into your whole team. And then she's just going to die. Right. Like yeah. good people just, are going to yeah, abuse this ability power and then she's in. Yeah. <laughs> good people are going to abuse this ability and bad people are just going to die from using that. ability. I think it's going to be a lot about like saving your, the next ability we're going to talk about mm-hmm. saving your ascend, yeah, for after this, mm-hmm. because you can end up in a really shitty situation yeah. with this on that teleport. But if you save your ascend, you can, you know, yeah. maybe reposition and get out of there. and cool down. It goes um, six. It goes sixteen and goes down a second every second or every level till twelve. I don't know if we said that, but yeah, yeah. that's yeah, uh, that seconds. that's a big deal. Um, it twelve seconds is is a pretty decent chunk cooldown for that for that type of ability. Obviously. Being able to go, da- you know, CC immune and damage immune is really good, but you have to be right on somebody to do it. Um, and then you can't just, it's not, I think it was like really, it was like a four second cooldown in Paragon when we talked about it last time. And four seconds is kind of just is silly. So that like 12 seconds seems fine for that ability, in my opinion. Yeah, it was, it was, it was four seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's applied to, let's see, any target. Yeah, I think if I remember though, like if you did it on like a wave, mm-hmm. like a, a wave stacked up and it was ten minions, I think it would hit all ten of them. That's crazy. <laughs> and you're um, CC me the entire time. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Next, uh, next ability. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so her E is a sin. Yeah. Uh, this one's gonna at max rank be on a fourteen second cooldown. Mm-hmm. So again, like you can't just like spam this. Yeah. You do, if you if you um, engage with it, you're not gonna have it to escape. Is kind of like yeah. my my thought process on that. Yeah, Sarah rises into the air and hovers for 1.8 seconds. During the time, she can target any area up to however many units away. Um, 1350 for those that know what that means. Mm-hmm. Upon confirmation or at the end of this time, Sarah dives down, dealing uh, damage in that area. 220. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Like with this, like you know, maybe you lead in with that Q, and then if you get teleported to a bad position then you can ascend immediately away. ascend away yeah or if you get teleported in and they you know it's murdoch and he uses he saves his knockback mm-hmm. um and you know kind of knocks you back away from him you can ascend back down on him true, true, so true. Like, yeah close the gap yeah so this is a good gap closer escape jungle traversal because mm-hmm. um, it is and it does do you it know, does do pretty good damage as well for for a leap. So yeah, um, not bad at all. We'll take it. Yeah, dude. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, jumping walls, just getting around jungle a little bit faster, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like, or like safely invading too, right? Like if you're playing into a crunch, right? Uh, you can go take his two camp, and then if he shows up, you just jump over that wall into the river, and he can't follow you unless he flashes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think she is going to be another one like in that Zarus realm of like pretty straightforward on paper, but like the really good people will be really good with her and like yeah. know how to use she's her Q can definitely get abused if you are positioning well and like use like saving it for the right time right as long as you, if you just come in and spam your Q right i don't like i think you want to build her auto attack based on like her ult which we'll talk about here in a little bit right and so it's like you yeah. kind of want to go like auto attack items which means you're not going to have that much cooldown and low key, like this ability really isn't gonna hit as hard as if you built like an assassin build, right? Like with with pain mm-hmm. weaver and pen and stuff. So it's like realistically, this is even like the the damage on the heaven's fury, even though it is good, like it's not gonna be as good as you just holding left click on somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so yeah, and I think that's where uh, her right mouse button uh, chastises. Yes. That one's gonna be on a six second cooldown. Mm-hmm. Um, and only going to cost 50 mana. That's the one where she slaps her wings um, in front of her. Kind of, you know, yeah. claps them together. Uh, 240 damage. Um, With, so higher yeah. than Ascend. For and sure. 80% scaling on it. Yeah, so yeah. I think, I think there. Uh, yeah, higher than Ascend. I think technically if you're hitting the same target, the, uh, what's it called? The Q, Yeah, the Q, yeah, the Q will do, do more. Do more, but yeah, yeah. But hit the same target, but you're on a, twice as long cooldown yep and also um, you're and not then, auto attacking immediately after exactly you cast it, so. um and then chastise will also apply 35 percent slow um and helping you stick on somebody it, or auto- potentially create distance yeah yeah uh and the cast speed increases with your attack speed that's actually kind of so, massive um and then again it's an auto canceling ability yeah. so it's like auto right mouse auto like you can burst really quick with with, these, the, that with this ability, okay. um, while also slowing them. So, and then her old heresy, ninety second cooldown, minute and a half. That's fair, and it stays ninety second all the way the through. whole time. Yeah. Um, Sarah takes on a demonic form, dealing one hundred and sixty damage plus fifty percent uh, scaling, mm-hmm. and setting them ablaze for the next seven seconds. So last seven seconds. Um, you, uh, Sarath gains 15% move speed up to 40% attack speed and empowers her basics with infernal strikes. Infernal strikes set the enemy units ablaze on hit dealing 60 damage plus 30% scaling true damage over four seconds. And it stacks with successive application. Ooh, that's a, that's a big old, that's strong. Um, that, and that's the, again, that's why the I, thing with it is like, her passive like dude you if you can dive into a pit even if you don't have your ult if you can kill somebody pretty quick yeah you have your ult yeah like for sure yeah if you can if you can see that you know the the you know the tank that's tanking uh primal fang tooth is getting low right you can dive on the tank kill them real fast get your ult and then go absolutely bonkers in a team fight yeah 
or even like your get, get your ult and then you can cast your ult again seven. immediately after, right? Like if you have it all up or something like that. So yeah, um, yeah, and it looks like it does like on effect. It tech, it does like an AOE. Yeah, around you for the damage, right? Yeah. So and sets them all ablaze. Mm. Yeah, and then the movement speed massive, bonus attack speed massive, the stacking on hit blaze that's true damage, massive. Like yeah, dude. Think of a Sarah with a uh, primal. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I think she's gonna be. She like you have you're gonna have to get in there with her, but like the good players are going to know when to get in there, and the like players that don't have as much game sense are just gonna die on repeat with her, in my opinion. And so, like, yeah. I think. Well, dude, think too. Like the chaos of. Mm-hmm. Your team's on an objective, and she gets in there. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we got to focus her down. Mm-hmm. But then she uses her heaven's fury, and then out of nowhere, just teleports to somebody. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, oh shit, we need to turn around. You know, like she's over here now, mm-hmm. and then she ascends back the other way, and it's like, damn, now she's over there. Yeah. All the while, you're burning. Like, yeah, dude, she's her auto attacks and her ultimate are going to absolutely shred, and then. Especially if you're using chastise correctly, where you're auto canceling, right? Like, you should basically just be able to take a squishy character out of the fight immediately. Like, ult auto chastise auto should kill somebody by itself. Yeah. Um. That being said, like even if you don't, you can just hold left click. I think the biggest problem with her, <laughs> I think the biggest problem with her, right, is like. Peel peel supports are going to be super effective into her, right? Like real realistically, yes, she does have her ascend that that closes some distance, and she does have Heaven's Fury, which can cause you know a CC to not hit her. But like if you're just playing steel, it's like okay, I miss with my shield slap when she comes out of her Q. I just yeah, and realistically yeah. in a team fight, you'll be able to cast those abilities once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'll be able to use Heaven's Fury one time. You'll be able to use Ascend exactly because in twelve seconds the fight will be over. And so, like, I'm I'm thinking like uh, Steel should have a pretty really like a pretty good matchup into her. Which, to be fair, Steel is just kind of busted because he has three extremely hard CCs in his kit, and so he's got a good matchup yeah. into a lot of people. But like, I'm talking like Steel support. You stay, or even if you're playing like offlane, like right, you you become a peel support. And you stay with whoever, if it's, let's say it's your ADC that's just carrying the game or your mid that's carrying the game, whoever she's going on, you stay with them. And once she goes on them, you just use your CCs on her and she should just die because you're not going to be building a lot. Yeah, there's going to be some interesting, like, her into a phase Mm -hmm. that saves the pool for after she cues. Cues, yeah, for sure. And then it's like, okay, now we got her super out of position. Yeah. Um, Any, like... Even silence character like Drongo, mm-hmm. for instance, or Richter, like the silences can really disrupt mm-hmm. that like Q high, yeah. high button per minute, you know, mm-hmm. like high clicking. Um, like our autos are still going to chunk, but like yeah, when you go in mentally, you've queued up every ability you're going to use, and then it's like all of a sudden you're silenced. Yeah, and and you can't do everything you need anything. to. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, dude. She will be... I think she'll have, like, a pretty fair, like, balanced win rate. But I think the good players with her are going to be absolutely nutty with her. Mm-hmm. 
And then, the like you said, like bad players that just don't like gel with a kit or maybe it's just going to take people time mm-hmm, to, to like, learn it. To learn it and kind of catch on to it. Um, kind of like a crunch, right? Where it's Oh, like, yeah, dude. She definitely seems like an int, int harder character to me. Like, if... Yeah. Like... Not in a grux sense, but like it, like I I feel like her kit. It's not exactly like Kalari's, right? But I feel like she's going to do well by getting kills and getting ahead that way too. I feel like if she gets a couple kills early, she could just snowball a game. But like, if you don't get those couple kills early as as a jungler and you're not focusing on farming like you should be, you're gonna fall behind and you're just gonna die on repeat. You know. Mm-hmm. So that was Sarah. But yeah, man, I, I think her passive too. Like the fact that she can just kind of, if she can get a kill, she's got her ult. Yeah. Even if she doesn't have her ult, can be, can be pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's Sarah. Um, UI, you've waited patiently. UI's out. Um, Talk about it. Yep. Yeah. That's, again, that's one of those things like you just, lo- you're, you're going to have to load load in and see or if you can't play you're on console mm-hmm. um catch a stream i know sauce has been streaming baseball streams every so often so it's like and then of course you know penzo joe you're truly all the yeah, yeah all sure. the people that stream um if you want to check it out just hop on there um hero acquisition they do we talked about that they do stay two weeks so mm-hmm. um so it should be free for two weeks and then you should have earned her by then, hopefully. Yeah, and if you haven't, then yeah. you will still be able to earn her. You just won't be able to play yeah, her yeah. while you're earning her. Um, let's see, match XP changes. Uh, with hero acquisition being added, we've needed to rebalance how much XP is earned per match to ensure that the time it takes to unlock a hero like Sarah feels fair and right. Rest assured, however, the overall time it takes to earn all of those end-of-season rewards... Uh, will remain consistent with the previous seasons. So, hmm. I, I guess, do they, like, adjust the amount it takes to level? Yeah, that's what it the, sounds like. Like your account? Yeah, yeah. It, but, but also, like, you have to take into account, right? It's like patches are going to be every three weeks instead of every two weeks, so therefore season's going to last longer. So they you probably get less XP per match that you play. But if you play about the same amount of time that you played over the season two, over season three, you're going to be about the same spot XP was. Yeah. So, um, if this is a big patch. I do expect on Tuesday there to be a considerable downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, they say up to four hours. Obviously, they'll shoot for sooner. Um, it could take longer. Who knows? Yeah. But it's a lot of shit to add in. Um, they're completely changing the UI of the game. They also have all the rewards that they have to get to everybody. Um, so, yeah. A little bit longer of a patch time than usual. Um, that being said, they usually do it like when everyone's at work, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, when everyone's at work and, and East times, but uh, yeah, yeah. also you, they're European players and stuff. They might be at the house ready to play. Yeah. When stuff well, comes out. Move to America. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Meta is based out of England, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's okay. That Meta move to move America. To America. They probably have better tax come, laws. Come to Tennessee. Uh, you'll save money on taxes. Yeah, Tennessee, low key, you might save money on taxes. That's for sure. 
um, general kind of changes. Um, li- the biggest one to me was the life still. And I didn't know it it worked this way. Yeah. This is how the the change, what they changed it to, is how it worked on Smite. And I just assumed that that's... It's how it works on every Yeah, that's what I assumed it was. Because, and so I just thought it was that Yeah, already. dude. And so... It, but and, apparently, <laughs> you were getting any healing. So lifesteal, magical lifesteal, omnivamp, um, that kind of stuff. You were getting 100% AOE, 100% dot. Like you were 100% across the board. Yeah. Every other game that I know, it, you get it, there's a penalty. You get 33% effects. Yeah. Um, life steal effect on AOEs and dots. Yeah, that's silly. That, that's silly that that has hasn't been that way. Um, yeah. that's gonna hurt counters. It was already on like minions and monsters. Yeah. Um, but that's gonna hurt counters. That's gonna hurt Shinbi. That's gonna hurt Crunch. Um, it, it it is a big change, right? But it's it's a needed change, right? Like I, I don't, I don't think that that should have, it should have been. Like yeah. Yeah. The thing, this change is definitely needed. Um, I think I text you. Mm-hmm. My first thought was like, how does this affect countess? Like, yeah, I like, um, I think the thing is, right. She gets natural, like base healing from her, uh, like spin. Um, but like, I think a lot of this is niche situations yeah. as well. Well, she also gets like, she gets magical life still from her passive, so it will, she just won't be healing quite as much in late game. Um, yeah, but it's also it has to it it has to be on multiple heroes. Yeah, like that's the thing. Well, because it was already in effect on minions. Yeah, but like to be fair, like you could shadow slip with Countess and like hit multiple heroes and get like I like I'm thinking like yeah. an actual like offline bruiser build with Countess. Yeah, like yeah. or when tank counts. When was tank counts was a thing. It, this is why it worked is because you could hit four heroes with your spin and go from twenty five percent health to max health, and then yeah, yeah. shadow slip back. And um, now that's also impossible. Think of Kira ult. Yeah, Kira ult as well. That's another one that'll hurt. But she got some uh, some damage scaling increased, I believe, in this patch. So that should help a little bit. Yeah, but they buffed her up. She just won't be able to. Uh, I mean, she might still be able to go from low to max HP if you're in a minion wave too, but it's just less. Yeah, and then obviously they're, they're going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're just saying if, and where needed, they'll redistribute lost healing either back to the hero specifically or on items. So, you know, life binder mutilation. Yeah. Add more life still so. to the item to make it on yeah. better. So on. I do, I do foresee this impacting some characters or some, you know, some heroes, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I think that they'll they'll kind of catch it's it. It's definitely and, needed. I I would much rather have it like this and then have more lifestyle yeah, items. It's than, such a weird, yeah. <laughs> because I guarantee what happened was somebody put mutilator on Sarath in testing, and then she ulted and was burning five people, and she was and impossible just, you to kill her. Yeah, probably dude. like that. The it had to happen that way, like yeah. the way it coincided. Um, which is cool because it's like there was this thing that like really wasn't that much of an issue that for the, the most part, broke. you know, yeah. until and then they're like, okay, now Sarah's out, and it's like, yeah, she's got a stacking dot on every character. <laughs> And she's getting 100% life steal from it, and now she's impossible to kill. Yeah. So 
Um, but yeah, I guarantee that's what happened. I don't know, but that's my assumption. Fair enough. Um, do, 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 do. Now we'll go into that's some hero stuff, some hero balancing. Um, let's see. There's a couple that really stood out to me. Um, I don't like want to go too in depth. Yeah. On like the because a lot of them are five damage. Yeah, if it's five damage, damage or like a, you know like especially if it's not scaling right, like Decker for instance, right? She lost. Yeah. A little bit of damage uh, on her stasis bomb, gained a little bit of damage on her photon disruptor early, but lost it late, and then lost a little bit of armor per level. But it's like no, no scaling change. Like she's going to be a little bit squishier overall, whether you build tank or not. And she's going to do just like yeah. a hair less damage late game. Like it's not noticeable enough to really talk about, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Drongo, a little bit of old timing change early. Um, yeah. The first one that really stood out was Fing Mao. And yes, dude, his passive, like him, he's such a, he's been such an offlane monster. Mm-hmm. He's just an absolute animal because you could passive abuse that guy. Yep, so hard. Yeah, it was every three seconds um, you could just do eight percent of their current health. Every three seconds he was doing eight percent of their current health. Mm-hmm. Um, they're changing that, um, to where it scales. So at level six, at max level, it'll be one percent more yeah. and to be fair um, i do think fang mao does he probably i don't think he falls off a cliff but i do think he falls off late game a little bit where some of the yeah. other assassins don't and i think throwing an extra percentage on to you have to be level 16 to get nine percent right yeah. but like everyone and, is and gonna to be fair levels. i think at level one six percent is still like a decent yeah amount. it's not it's not a waste right it's not like just a, um, a terrible passive but it, it but dude it is crazy to think about you go into lane and you both have a short sword and he's just doing eight percent of your health yeah with <laughs> one yeah three every three seconds that's yeah i the game that i played where i fang mob used in offlane i i literally was just like lasting minions and if if my guy and to be fair he was like a gold silver player if he ever walked away if i just waited to auto until that was up and then i just autoed him and then like did his hamstring and literally it was like a third of his health every single time i did that and so i got like a couple kills early and i was just massive so yeah and then his shield decreased by 10 yeah i mean i think that is that is a good change i think i think this is mainly an offlane like you said an offlane change um his i think the changes for him are offlane level yeah three you know like yeah very early level because this is going to hurt his boxing a lot he was probably the you it was really hard to box into a thing now because right especially even at like level six and later levels right um he just needs to get you to a a health threshold then he ults and you die you have to get him to zero hp for him to die he also has a shield that's actually on a pretty low cooldown He's he can potentially do percent health damage, right? Percent current health damage to you, and like back up. He, he like he can play this like weird like I you can't catch me, and then every single time you do catch me, I'm I'm actually bursting you for a third of your HP, and like mm-hmm. do these like weird trades where it's like you're actually not really doing that much damage to him, and he's absolutely shredding you. And so I think having his shield go down a little bit is going to help that, and of course his um. His passive going down is definitely going to help that yeah, too. Yeah, passive is big. Yeah. I, I don't know if 10 on the shield, like, it's definitely something. I don't know if it's like... It, it is good because early game, right? Like, 
10 damage. Like how many times does he get get away with like Yeah, you're not going to be maxing you're not going to be maxing teeth. your shield first, so it's going to stay at 90 for a good bit. And so 10 less damage over like you know, four or five procs, that's like 50. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to cause... He can't play as aggressive, basically. Like, you're going to get him to lower thresholds more often. Like, you might not get the kill still on him, but, like, he won't be able to just bully as often, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, getting in Q, uh, getting a 5% scaling buff. Yeah, not bad. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um Chimera Q getting a little bit of a nerf. Late game nerf. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, four damage. Uh, Kira, uh, her her dash's uh, cooldown mm-hmm. is decreasing by two seconds. And then her ult, um, we kind of touched on this. The scaling on that's going up 30%. Yeah, I think that was just in uh, relation to maybe the lifestyle life change. Yeah, exactly. So I also she- don't think Kira's like, dude, it just seems like, and again, I've not been. I don't really play carry. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen more Sparrow this week than I've seen Kira. Yeah, Sparrow got actually got a pretty see, big buff the last patch, I'm pretty sure. So I see Twin Blast. I see Drongo. I see Revenant. Yeah, I see a lot of Revenant. Yeah. Like Revenant. I mean, yeah. No, Kira is definitely but... the the ADC I've seen the la- the least in the last two weeks or so. Um Yeah. I don't think she's Oh, how the turntable. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing with ADCs, right? Like, especially, like, most of them are so, like, specialized, right? That an item that is really good on Kira gets nerfed just a little bit. And because of that, this other build is better. And that build works better on Drongo. And therefore, Drongo is now the best ADC in the game by a lot. You, you know, it, I'm not necessarily saying that's the truth, right? But yeah, yeah. but that's what happens, right? It's just, like... Uh, and it, it's sometimes simple as like, oh, well, this item now instead of 3,000 gold costs 3,200, um, and it, it gives the same stats. And then another item that Kira liked, uh, we nerf the attack speed on it a little bit, so it's less attack speed. And so it's like, well, yeah, I can just play Drongo, get better stats for a cheaper build, so etc. Um, Belica is catching some dude, Belka is so strong. Mm-hmm. Yep, because she's like a top pick support and a top pick mid. Yep, and it, I, it's she's a pre- she can be very oppressive. Yeah. Um, they're not just like gutting her though. Her uh, knock up is uh, scaling is decreasing by five percent. Yeah, and then her void drone, um, the cost is going up. The cost on that is at it, in game it's the same but at level one it's 20 20 more mm-hmm. it goes from 60 to 80 yeah that's that's a support nerf for sure yeah like she's still gonna be um, good in mid right especially if you have prio on one of the river buffs right um but yeah an extra 20 mana at level one is a lot of mana at level one of that ability um so in in adc or in, in dual lane you're not just gonna be able to throw that out willy-nilly or else you're just not gonna have any abil- any mana for abilities yeah i do like that she is this character where it's like she's super strong in both roles mm-hmm. um because i don't want her to be just like pushed so hard into mid lane or so hard into support that she's not viable in the other yeah but dude she's so strong like 
she is top band material, top pick material. Mm-hmm. Like it's nuts for sure. No, she definitely is, um, and so she definitely needs some nerves. Like it's, it's definitely a good you know good starting point for her to see. Yeah. Um, phase getting a little less survivability. Her base mana regen is going down. Her armor growth is going down, and then her um, power scaling on her Q is going up by ten percent. Mm-hmm. The flare. Fine. That's uh, one of those abilities where it's like. When I play into phases, and this is probably probably like a symptom of playing mid lane, being a mid player, so I'm like really backline a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude, I get blinded like once every 10 phases I play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so rare that I get flared, but. Yeah, if, if you're uh, getting blinded as a mid laner, you're probably not playing mid right unless you're playing like Countess. Yeah. That's, about, that's uh, about all I can say. <laughs> the next big one, and dude, this. This needs to happen, bro. Revenant is so strong. Yeah, Revenant's I been played popping. into him in mid lane, and he is just a menace. Revenant has been popping. And then sure. he plays carry. He's a men- like, dude, he's just so strong. Um, basic attack time is increasing by some numbers at late level. Yeah. Um, his physical power per level is decreasing. Mm-hmm. Obliterate. That's the thing that I hate, dude. The thing that I don't like with Obliterate is. I play Gideon. I play into him mid. I'm just in range of Obliterate. He starts to pop it on me. I teleport away, but it's and on. it's still all just hits. Yeah, me. it's yeah. it's like the Bellica ult, right? You like flash away, but because I've already locked on, uh, it just follows you. Yeah, dude. Um, the cooldown is increasing by two seconds at every level, yeah. which is good. I, I, yeah, I think that's like bigger than it sounds. Like it, it's the thing is right, like. With his kit, right, you want to hit the four autos and then, like, obliterate when you don't have an auto. And so, really, the the burst trade is, right, you, like, fourth auto hit somebody for a million damage and then you Q them. And most of the time, you go vanquish your first item. And especially when you make it to late game and you have a lot of crit and have a lot of damagey items, like, uh, your fourth crit, which also gets bonus, like, crit damage and bonus, like, missing health damage, right, like... You, you pretty much just kill somebody. You pretty much one-shot them with one auto in that ability. And so not having that ability up as much is good. They also nerfed his uh, right mouse button, the missing health damage scaling per level. So Yeah, down by point two. Yeah. Um, and then this is, this is big. His ult was rooting people for a second yeah, a instead of half a second. A long time, especially when he can Q you and it all goes to you in his ult. So. Yeah, dude. It was, I mean, it was a bug, but it was literally rooting you for twice as long yeah. as it should have. So that's fixed. Um, and then another one, um, Twin Blast feels super strong as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get carry, I play Twin Blast, and it usually goes fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of changes on him. Jesus. Okay. Uh, growth scaler is increased. Uh, it's early. Yeah, increased early, decreased so late. Like, yeah. So like early scaling is a little bit higher, late gains mm-hmm. a little bit less. Um, base man regen decreased. His double shot is decreasing by 10% on scaling. Mm-hmm. His vaporize is going up by 10 mana. Mm-hmm. His evade cooldown is decreasing uh, late game. Yeah. Level one, it's still the same. Um, and then it's like a little bit less each. It's like half a second less mm-hmm. each level. Um, his grenades 
damage type change from physical to magical. I think that's going to be big, mm-hmm. probably, because, like, those grenades it, scaling off of physical because they were damage type physical, right? Yeah. Well, the thing um, is, it's still going to scale off physical power. Right. But it's just but, now magical damage, so it's like if you build all, f- like, if, if there's a five physical comp or something... He has like um, yeah, it's yeah. technically still mad. He's doing magical damage. It's like the rampage rock, like right, like rampage rock technically does magical damage, but it scales off of uh, physical power. So physical power, yeah. But huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, the but the scaling is going down fifteen percent. Yeah, which is good. To that's definitely fine. Um, I feel like and people just old... spam that shit too. Like that, it's always fucking up. It, I'm always getting hit with well, yeah, two of those. You every... get two of them, and they're on like a six second dude, I, I'm or something. Sh- like, bam, yeah, I'm getting blown up by grenades every fucking second, dude. I hate that. Dude, I really, I just use them to not let people back a lot of the time. <laughs> like, like, you can just perpetually keep somebody yeah. from backing if they don't run away. Um, his old again, uh, base number of bullets is decreasing down to twenty two from twenty five. Mm-hmm. Damage per bullet is decreasing. Uh, by two late game uh, number of bullets uh, attack speed scaling is decreased from 6% to 4% bonus physical power scaling per bullet is decreased from 16% to 12% and the magical power scaling yeah. is decreased from 15 so to 10% so basically if you build attack speed you get more bullets than you would have so it's incentivizing attack speed but overall he's getting less bullets and less damage per bullet yeah so and the number of bullets attack speed scaling is decreased. So, like, even if you are building attack speed, it's still going down. The way I read that is number of bullets attack speed scaling decreased from 6% to 4%. So, every 4% you have, you get a bullet instead of every 6% you have. Mm. So, you're actually getting... So my, you're, really, I think what was happening was people were just building him, like... full damage. Very pin. Yeah. Yeah, like pin damage. Yeah. And uh, his ult was still just kind of shredding. Yeah. And so I think like, and now this can kind of push people into attack like speed. more of attack speed. Um, the, yeah, the way they want him to be played, I guess, is the. Yeah, I don't think I don't think yeah, yeah, a meta I see, wants. I see what you're saying. I don't now. think a meta wants him to be a an assassin based ADC. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I could be I, I could that. be wrong on that, but that's just the way I read it. So. Good stuff. All right. Any items standing out? Um, uh, we're done with with heroes. Biggest Ashbringer. Yeah, yeah. That's is, what I was going to talk about. I'm going through just to make sure. Uh, I think really the biggest change for me is Ashbringer. It's basically a different item. It, that item, right, it's 3,400 gold, and it really just doesn't give you enough to be that expensive. Um, like, yes, it's passive is super cool. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like you could have buffed some other stuff yeah, and yeah. made it worth the money yeah, yeah. and, like, kept like, the unique Right, if you think of, like, 3,400 like 3, plus items, it's, like, Imperator, which gives you bonus crit and gives you more power and gives you crit, right? Like and gives you bonus crit damage as well. Like that's that's a massive passive. Like I, I get that one being thirty four hundred. And then the thirty six hundred item is uh what's it called for mages? Obsidian crown, which gives you Oblivion yeah, crown. Obli- yeah, yeah, Oblivion Crown. And so it gives you like a insane power, right? Just a shit ton of power. <laughs> and then also one twenty just on the item. Yeah, <laughs> and then also a really sick passive for burst mages. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, after you hit an ability like your next or after you deal magical damage or something, like it's the next three seconds, they they take twenty percent more yeah, damage it, or something. It, silly. It, well, yeah, it increases your magical power by fifteen percent. Naturally. And then your next 
uh, instance ability damage on a hero will deal an additional 10% of their current health. Yeah. And so, so it, it's like, yeah, that like those items are worth it at, at, you know, late game power spikes, even dude, even some like mid late game spikes, you know, like fourth item, maybe even third item. If you're like really ahead and you hadn't backed in a while because you were just shredding everybody. Right. Like, Imagine just getting that on. Yeah, I do think Oblivion Crown, you do want to get that on, like, probably third. Yeah, if, if you can. Or, four, or fourth, yeah, fourth, fourth, fourth. Fourth for sure. Um, I think ending on it, it's like you're not getting – like, it's a huge spike mm. late, but it's like – depending on – dude, a lot of games, like, you're you're four, you're really getting about four items, mm-hmm. and then it's like it's kind of the game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, if, if that item's 3,600 – and like you're going to take the time to build it forth, like you should get because the enemy may, mid, uh, assuming that they're not like just getting completely farmed by you or vice versa, you're getting farmed by them, right? They should theoretically have their fourth item before you finish your fourth item because that item's so expensive. But once you get your fourth item, that's going to be a much bigger spike than theirs is. So like yeah. I'm okay with that. But if you build Ashbringer right. You the spike you were getting was like ability haste, and yeah, fifteen ability haste, twenty uh, yeah. attack speed, and forty five power. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up this item because they changed a shit ton uh, on this item. And then you get um, so right. They took they took the physical or first off they changed the cost. It's it's now three thousand and it was thirty four hundred. Yeah, physical power is decreased by ten. Yeah, so thirty attack speed is increased by ten. Yes, you get twenty five percent crit. Haste has been removed. Yes. Um, Accelerator passive has just been renamed, gotcha. so you still so get that the same, same passive. passive that gives you uh, basic ability cooldowns. Um, yes. Cool, cool, cool. To Chrono Strikes. So basically, Chrono yeah, Strikes yeah. cooldown reduction By is increased. 0.15 seconds, and then also 0.15 seconds. Um, and then the on-hit damage is removed. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, basically, it's going to give you point an extra point two seconds of cooldown for each of the uh stacks of clockwork you have on them um which would be stacking up to four times so basically if you haven't max stacked your every single time you auto you're reducing your ability cooldowns by a second around a second yeah point eight um so but it also has crit on it too right so that theoretically and it has attack yeah, it speed. dropped the haste and added crit. Yeah, it's power, attack speed, and crit. So let's brainstorm a little bit. I feel like that'd be good on Drongo. I feel like that'd be good on Sparrow, Murdoch. I mean, Twin Blast even, right? Probably not. You're probably not wanting to build it on Revenant because attack speed isn't great on him. Honestly, that could be sick on Kira. Kira has some good abilities. You know who else that could be sick on? Sarith. Dude, that on him seems nuts on Sarith. If you're going, uh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going like attacks, you know, like attack speed and uh, and right, you're going probably gonna go like Stormbreaker first for AOE. That um, has the Thunderstrike passive where uh, additionally convert every 1% critical strike chance into one additional bonus physical damage on hit. Yeah. So that. I think, yeah, that, that could be really that good. That could her. be good. And then you're going to go like Sky Splitter, right? Which gives you the tank shred and just general shred, more shred on uh, 
enemies. I could see it being played now. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. It, like, that. I think that's the thing yeah. before. It's I had like, somebody pop, hop really... in a chat and ask, like, why I don't, like, that item should be super good on Crunch. Like, why don't you build it on Crunch? And it's like, Crunch basically already has that passive for free in his kit, and it he doesn't really need the attack speed you know what i'm saying so it's like weird and it's also 3400 so it's like you're getting a stat that you don't necessarily need slash want and it's really not that great of power and it's not that great of ability haste and it does give you a good passive but it's like you have to be autoing them consistently for it to uh stack right and yeah. so it's like you, it definitely didn't have a place for thirty four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Three thousand gold. I could see it being picked up on like the, especially on uh, ADCs that can build attack speed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, necessarily, right? Like it, it could work on like a sparrow, right? But like most of her abilities aren't like like I like I think when I see twin blasts right like oh I'm getting my dash up more often or Kira's same thing vice versa right I'm getting my dash up more often which means I can you know z- you know kind of jump around the map and create this space for myself Murdoch I'm thinking oh I get my knockback more often right so it's like even though I technically don't have a dash I can knock back people that are on top of me create this space a little bit more often uh drongo's like i can throw the silence field down more often i can you know activate my rad rounds more often like i don't know dude i i see that i'm being it it, it's stats aren't great but it's not bad anymore like it still might not be it still might not be good right um but i just it's not but it's not it's not bad it's not the worst (laughs) adc item in the game anymore in my opinion so yeah, and really, that's yeah, that's really the only item. Like, there's some minor changes here and there. Yeah, Bone Saw got uh, a little less health, but a little bit more power. Uh, Stormbreaker does is going to do a little like bit more damage that. to it does 100 percent to monsters. Yeah, to jungle creeps. Sky Splitter got a hundred mm-hmm. gold increase, which is probably fair. It's probably too cheap. Kingsbane got one percent more Omnivamp, probably because life still got changed, right? Like. A lot of the things are just kind of fair and like make sense. A couple of crest changes. Sapphire's yeah, mantle got uh, a little less health on activation, right? Like that's that's fair. Bug fixes. There's so the the main one is tectonic mallet. <laughs> yeah, you would lose all of its yeah. stats if uh, you died. Yeah, dude, I saw that. <laughs> so like, if you didn't know that you bought it and then you died, you just didn't have an item. Yeah, bro. I, I bought it the other day. It was literally, um, it was on ramp. Let me pull up this game real quick. It was on rampage. So you'd have to literally sell it and rebuy it if you died. Yeah, but the thing is, if you sell an item, then uh, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. you lose gold. Here, here was their like, yeah. They had three instant or they had, uh, they had a Fay who has a slow. They had a um, Morgesh who has a slow, and then they had a, a, a Muriel who had a slow, and literally they had a, yeah, so three magical damage dealers, and I'm like, man, this item is literally perfect for this exact, I was playing Rampage, bro, and I'm like, gain 25% of your bonus movement speed as, phys- as physical power, and great it gave me five percent bonus movement speed whatever a little extra physical power while slowed you gain in 10 percent increased movement speed i'm like bro i'm just getting slowed left and right like when i get slowed i will then move faster like 
this item is like low key kind of perfect for this game. And I, I don't know if I like died after I bought it. Let me see one. This is the game that uh we had Jub Jub on Revenant and uh Jub Jub's a Masters player and he he went uh twenty twenty one and five and basically just won the game for us. But yeah. Let's see, when did I die? I died at thirty two minutes I died. And so I'm trying to see if I Hmm. I don't think I had the item yet because the I, the game lasted to thirty nine twenty seven and I only had a T two magic defense after that. So hopefully I didn't lose all the stats. That's crazy. That's crazy that that was a bug. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other one was like unbroken will would not heal or grant the armors on uh, so like some yeah. mobilizing effects. Yeah, um, it says various. Yeah, so it could be like maybe just steel slap. It didn't work or something like that. But yeah, but yeah, dude, tectonic mallet. That's that's nuts. Um, but it's fixed, so it doesn't. It matter. doesn't fix uh, any a funny one. Is uh, the Morgash um, E or Swarm? If you did that like from base, you couldn't take the jump pad. Really? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Either. That's crazy. That's fun. Those are funny yeah, ones, dude. though. So so I'd pop it and then hit the jump pad and just like keep walking. I'm like, well. This is awkward because I either go back <laughs> yeah. and then take the jump pad or yeah. I just keep running. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's all. That's pretty much it. Uh, let us know what you think of the update. Twitter, official subreddit, Discord. Um, if you don't, after all, we'd have no idea what you're thinking. Huh. Yeah. So the new hero is a deer. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick before we we'll, we'll do maybe a quick game session, but before that, Sarith on S S S A plus A B C. Where do you think she's gonna um, land? I think she's gonna be one of those that has the potential of being S mm-hmm. or S whatever, super super high. Um, but a bad player will be like you know, C with her. Um, I think safely, like it's hard to not just say she's going to be super strong and be an S dude. Mm -hmm. Like I just think, or what's the criteria? Like if you're playing her to her potential. Yeah. I, I, when I think of, yeah, when I think think of a character, I'm thinking of them as like playing, being able to play them to their max potential. Look, I'm, I say this about every character that gets introduced before they come out. I think she's going to be very, very good. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to be able to be countered. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think it's like a hard counter? Like if you pick her and then they pick something that you, she's just useless. That's that's the question. No, because it the thing with what it will counter her is going to be like you can't like counter her across the board necessarily. Mm-hmm. And it's like because she's an assassin – it's you either devote somebody to always being on pill duty and like hopefully getting her before she can like blow somebody up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, So I don't think she has like, she has counters. I don't think she has this like, Oh, this steel just shuts her down completely. She's trash. Yeah. If steel's in the game. Uh, and I think if, even if still, let's say still does hard counter her. I think it just opens up 
the rest of their team it makes the rest of their team so vulnerable because he has to be focused on her mm-hmm. um, and like I said when we were talking about her I think silences could really mess her up but I think overall she's going to be very strong yeah. like the the thing for me is the passive like I think she'll be able to just snowball out of control dude I feel I think if she can get like she gets a kill like in a team fight she gets a kill going bro it's going to be it's going to be a lot um but I think it's going to be very hard to play her very well like very effectively gotcha. I um I think A is a pretty safe spot mm-hmm. I could definitely see S though the thing that I'm always scared about with auto attack based heroes especially auto attack based melee heroes is that teams that group well typically she can't do anything to or like not her but like auto attack based melee champions right Mm. and so and then teams that don't group well typically just get eaten by auto attack carries or like hard like hard jungle auto attack carries and so i think obviously i think and in higher levels, obviously, I think people are going to know how to play her better. But I think in higher levels, she's actually going like, and take this with a grain of salt, right? The way the player base works, there's. I think if you're a silver and know how to play her well, you're just going to dominate. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. If you're, if it's like, if you know, the new season comes along and we have player base back, and it's like silvers versus silvers, golds versus golds. You know, plats versus plats, diamonds versus diamonds, masters versus masters, etc. Like if it was an even playing field, I think she actually ends up being kind of dog in higher tiers. Um, so like masters diamond, because they like masters and diamond players know how to group better than than lower level players. But I think bronze, like like you said, bronze, silver, gold, and even maybe into some plat, like she can just run run it down. But the so you have to take that with a grain of salt because right now, right, most games there's like one high level player on each team. Dude, we had a game the other day. Yeah, both teams had a bronze, silver, gold, plat, and diamond. Yes, both teams exactly. And it was like the MMRs were almost exactly the same too. Like if you, which is crazy, right? But like, yeah. So, but then you got a diamond and plat and duo into like a bronze and a silver. Yeah, and they and get absolutely shrekt. Yeah. That, that's what I'm across saying. Across the if, board, in the in the other side, you've got a on your team a diamond into their bronze, yeah. and it's like, bro, what is happening in this game? Exactly. And so I think if if in matchmaking is like that, she is going to be very scary in the right hands, no matter who, no matter what game you're in. But if if matchmaking is, you know, well, I think she'll play well into like just casual lobby games, like. I think 5v5 customs will be a little different. Yeah, but I think yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, Teams that group up, it, typically auto-attack meleeers don't do as yeah. well into. Um, but, man, you know how it is. Solo queuing to try to get a, a whole team, team to do one on, thing like, on the on same page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So it's like, I got to do think she will have some viability in that. Yeah, um, yeah I, w- I would probably stick her in probably like higher A if I had to just stick her in a place with the caveat being um, that she it can probably snowball just as good, if not better than any other character in the game based on her kit, in my opinion. So like she's yeah. going to have games 
where she's like, because like if you play her assassin, yeah, right, and like team fight comes, but you assassin like get in back line, sneak in, mm-hmm. grab a kill really quick, and now you're going into the rest of their team. Yeah, you're old. She, I, I think she she's gonna have some games where she's like 15 and 0 in like 12 minutes. But also, I could see her having some games where she's just like, "Yeah, I'm farming, and that's about all I'm doing." Because I, you know, she's an S or a C, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would say I would put her yeah. in high A, maybe not A plus. It, 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 yeah, like, I think I think A is safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I think again, you pick I her. do C games where I, yeah, she just pops for off. sure. I think you can pick her and not worry too much about the consequences. I don't think like. Like if if See, they that's where like uh, if they had a PCC like in, tomorrow, I don't think she would be top pick. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I think like in a in a PCC setting, she's probably like, you know, not she you, she might get played, but she's not gonna be like top band top. Pick. Yeah, exactly. But I think like in your casual solo queue games, I think she can tear a team up. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. So, speaking of PCC, man. uh did you watch any of it, professional? No, nah, dude. I was so that was the day that uh, I went and watched a soccer game. I went and watched a uh, Nashville play against uh, Charlotte, and Nashville looked uh, embarrassing. And I also went to the Tennessee game and watched them play Virginia, and they uh, did not look embarrassing. They did not look bad. They looked very good. They looked like a top ten team against Virginia. So yeah, their defense is nuts, is nuts this year. Yeah. Their so I, I literally so it was like four hours at a football at a football game, an American football game. And then it was two hours at a, a football game. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, that was uh, – I didn't really get to watch much because we went to the, the American football game early, then, like, went to our hotel, took a nap for two hours, and then, like, went immediately to the soccer game, like, across town. So, yeah. Tell me – tell dude, tell me about it. I saw, I saw that uh, the professors won, and we played against yeah. some of the professors' that, that, players. Yeah, that's going to lead right into Yeah, games. dude. Uh, <laughs> so – yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Um, obviously, even worse timing, just beat Noko. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rogue didn't have uh, Wangle for the first game. Ah, dude. So they had they had Joe, yours truly, in support. Okay. Tekken and off Penzo and mid. Gotcha. So they um, swapped a little. So bit. they lost that game, and then then I think Wangle was there for the second game, and they won. Gotcha. And then the third game. Um, for fun gamers beat them that's um, tough man yeah professors and rest and relaxation i think was like as far as like the first you know matches mm-hmm. um i think that those were the get that was the two to watch mm-hmm. right like um but professors ended up winning that and then d lab beat um pink ravens yeah and then uh that's crazy dude yeah dude professors just look but, so good yeah Really, like they were just playing very, very well. Um, and you know what? To lead into games, you know who are some good players? Crazy Fool. And what, where is this game? Where's this game? Survivor, Survivor TV, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. While you talk, you want to start on games? Yeah, I'll start, man. I'll start just because, <laughs> um, because I played them three times in a row. You guys hopped off, so yeah, um, yeah, dude, we were... Yeah, bro, we played... Yeah, to set the stage, we played into... Yeah, we. I mean, we're just queuing. people that are on the PCC... Like, they won the PCC 5, um, and we played into two of their players. Yeah, so. back to back to back. Um, yeah, so I was just solo queuing. Then soccer hopped on for one game, two games. 
he was kind of uh like bug his his uh computer's kind of bugging. Yeah, dude, his game's been like yeah. like very hitchy, right? And I lost both of those games with him. Then I played a game, and this was the game that you and Hass both hopped on, and I like literally had just started this game. And dude, it was uh we had a a, a diamond offlane who was doing fine. And dude, the rest of our team like was just dying on repeat at the beginning of the game. And I was like, I literally told them at the beginning of the game, like, y'all, y'all need to chill. Like, just stop running at them. Like our countess died two or three times just from like being at the enemy tower line and then crunch came and she couldn't do anything. But we had like a silver, a gold like a low plat they had two silvers a gold and a and a the high diamond it, it was just a game it and i was talking to you and hasp a little bit about it before it is not fun to play in a game where you're the highest elo and to be fair i didn't even i the the guy who played offline is apparently a diamond player he was not playing like a diamond player um maybe he just doesn't play grux much or maybe he doesn't play off lane much, but he was not playing having an off night. Yeah, having an off night, having an off game or something. But dude, that game was like everywhere I went, I would get kills, but I would like they would just they were, wherever I was, they were just dying on the opposite side of the map. Like they couldn't just chill for a second. And so literally, I started this game off four and zero. I'll say we'll say five and zero. We'll go. We'll go to the the fifth kill. At, at five and zero, I had only the support had a kill, and the rest of the team had died one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times, and then had died another two times before I got my sixth kill. So it was literally like seven to ten, and I'm the only one with kills on the team. Basically, like. Everyone else is just over, and I'm like six and zero, which is like, look, I get it, right? Like everyone has a bad game, but dude, every lane was just getting wrecked, and then blaming me for not ganking. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I can't be everywhere at once, and so yeah. we ended up winning that game because I'm pretty sure they took like a bad objective fight or something and we killed them all at like the same time and then got the objective and were able to win the game off of it. But it was very much like, bro, I sweat more in games where I'm like one of the higher ELO players than I do in games where I'm the lowest ELO. And we were kind of arguing about it because immediately after that game was the game that we went into survivor and crazy full two games in a row. And first game we had Wally on our team who we we've talked about Wally before Wally J. He's a, he streams, Go check him out. He plays off lane. He's a really good player. He's diamond three. <clears throat> we had him on our team, but they had uh, this guy named I need I need healing and Zubair, which are definitely alt accounts. I don't know who they are, but they're one's a masters player and one's a high diamond. And then they had Crazy Fool and Survivor TV on their team. And you played mid uh, against Crazy Fool, and then I played. Yeah, he played Faye, and. I would bet my house that he did not miss an E on me. Yeah, bro. He, he, him, and to be fair, the ADC kind of popped off too. 
but they both had 16 kills. Really, Survivor was six, five, and nine as uh, as uh, Jungle Zerus. Um, and then the Narbash was 01 and 29. Um, me and Hass just like couldn't get rolling really, and they, you know, y- you were not having a good time in mid. Wally was doing okay in off lane. Uh, I mean, he he was. I would say he was doing good in off lane, but like the game was so far lost by the time he started rotating that it was just kind of tough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it, it was this weird like perception thing because he was kind of dumpstering on his off laner. Yeah. So then when he started rotating, he's like, "Oh, I have this level of kill pressure," and then he would just like go in and die. Yeah, and die because he and didn't because like, we were getting the bit. We were getting the business. Um, yeah, bro. Then. Uh, next game. Yeah, I went into Wally's uh, stream after that game. I was like, bro, I had no business in that game. <laughs> what, like, what did he say? He's just like, ah, it's all good, man. Bro, he just he was he was. Just yeah, Wally's super. Laughing. Yeah, Wally's super chill. Dude. I love watching. He's like, bro, it's all good. Like, yeah, you should. I they just want PCC. Like, yeah, dude. I don't have any business. <laughs> exactly, game. dude. Exactly. So then we play again, right? We have Zubair, who's the ADC who popped off last game, and uh, the I need healing guy on our team this time. Uh, into Trigatray, who is a Fang Mao ab- offlane abuser. Let's see how many. I, I forget how many games. He's played 1,554 matches total. I think 1,100 of them are. Yeah, yeah. 1,100 of those matches are on Fang Mao. So he's played over 1,000 matches on Fang Mao and is. He he did he did the dumpstering on Hasp. He did the, uh, the passive abusing on Hasp for sure. Um, Zay's uh, Kagune, who is on the other Discord, the like uh, the one where they've been playing a bunch of customs. He played jungle, and then Crazy Fool played support. Uh, Zeris Survivor played. They also had Cool, who's a pretty yeah, Cool's super good as well. Yeah, and they had Survivor on ADC, and like re- realistically, this game wasn't like super super high kill game. Um. In duo, we were I was one one and two on Muriel, and he was one two and one on Drongo. Um, you were like one and three, Hasp was one and three, and then our our rampage was three and two. But I I feel like I I know the rampage and the um, ADC were duo queuing. I just feel like they were on the same page, and us three were on a different page. If that makes sense, and so like I don't know. Yeah, they got a mini prime and two fang twos, and we just ff'd at twenty minutes, and you guys were like, "Yeah, we're done," and hopped off. Yeah, and so I yeah that I started one zero and won that game, and then it ended like one three and two. You know, like it yeah, was just, like one of those where it's like, well, I mean, I think it was they they were just we were they were macroing going us. to lose. Yeah, they, we were we were yeah. not like losing hard in like kills. Like we weren't just dying on repeat, but they were macroing us for sure. I think. uh Mid lane, he had three thousand more gold than you. Survivor had a thousand five hundred more gold than our ADC. Crazy Fool had eight hundred more gold than me at support. Um, our jungler was a little bit ahead, seven hundred gold, but then our their offlaner had a uh, yeah, like two thousand gold on Hasp, and so like it wasn't necessarily that we were just dying on repeat, but like we just couldn't farm effectively and they were just kind of yeah. starting to run away with it. And so I think we just FF and got went next. I went next. You guys hopped off. This is the game I wanted to talk about. I played rampage jungle. Yeah, I went and played armor. Yeah. Four and and played <laughs> I had Bill. Jay on my team. Who's a masters level ADC. I had deuces. Who's a, I think he's a support main, but I'm not sure, but he's a, he's a, a good diamond player. 
uh, Beast Solace uh, 17, who is super active in like the actual Pred Discord. Uh, he's an offlane main, a, a good player too. And then TJB, who's a Masters mid lane player on my team. And I played jungle. And we played into Alex Crowbars, who's in, in the... Uh, I watched that game, dude. TJB absolutely Yeah, popped, bro. Off, yeah, bro. And they had Survivor on ADC uh, playing Revenant. In jail, so far. Yeah, and then had Crazy Fool playing uh, offlane uh, Zerus. They had a mid-howitzer. Uh, Trashy Dun- Dinzo Punzo, classic, uh, playing uh, Jungle uh, Greystone. And dude, we I I got a win against the the PCC champs, baby. Uh, yeah, dude, that game was at least like fairly matched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wise. Yeah, we were like twenty a- MMR down on them. Yeah, um, that's the thing. The thing, obviously, we were we were trio or triple queued, and the thing is where there's not many players playing right now. It's like oh, uh, we had Camaro as well. Oh, we had Camaro too. Yeah, I think we had. <laughs> so we were quad four man queued. We had Camaro on the first, first game, game, and then he hopped then. off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a 300 discrepancy when it was three of us, and it was a 520 discrepancy yeah. when it was four of us. This game, um, biggest takeaway from this game, uh, Stonewall is probably one of the best items in the game. If you're playing a tank and you don't build that, I think you're actually trolling. Um, number two, uh, tank gameplay, especially if you're not like a support tank, if you're playing like uh, a tank jungle or like a steel uh, offlane or like a Richter offlane. Your job should be to engage fights and to try and take out. And like when I say take out, I don't mean kill. I just mean like get them away from the 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 portion of the fight. Um, who somebody, pr- preferably the ADC or the mid. And so my goal in this entire, I, I went two one and fifteen, so I only died one time, and I got zero kills basically. But I had 15 assists. I had the most assists in the game uh, playing playing jungle. Um, bro, I ran at Survivor like it was my mission to just – I would just like ult and stand in his way basically and try and force him away from the fight, let the other four of my team take care of Crazy Fool, Valiant, you know, the other four guys. Because I figured Survivor – he was playing uh, ADC Revenant, right? I'm like, if I can get Survivor out of the fight, I'm pretty confident that the other four of my team absolutely shred the other four of their team. And then I don't think he has enough to kill me because he's playing Revenant, right? And I can either jump away or like just take the death and then let the rest of the four of my team kill him. And so I did that in this game, and we ended up winning. I did that in the game that I built – <laughs> the game that I built Tectonic Mallet as well. So like I said, there was that that was the game we had Jub Jub. We had Jihi, who's a, a master support. Um Sneaks, who's a master's offlane player. Um and then Simba, who's a master's mid player. It was literally it's literally I'm, I forget which team that is, but I'm pretty sure they were in the PCC as well. I'm pretty sure all four of them play on the same team. And then we were into uh Chicken Stency Invasive Toilet, who I've never heard of, probably an alt name. Wannabe Wangle. Yeah, Simba, Sneaks, Jub Jub. Yeah, bro. They're, uh, zero risk. Zero risk. Yeah, dude. And so I went 2-2-13 and 13 that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went 2-2-13 and 13 that game. And their their mid was popping. But to be fair, Simba was playing uh, Feng Mao. And so like he had kind of like a bad early game. He died on like the second wave. And then he died a few more times to like ganks and stuff just while I was not there. And so he had a rough early game, ended up coming back, played fine, right? 
but their mid was massive. And so there was, there's one fight that I remember vividly. Um, and this game was like a week ago, but <laughs> I just ran at their mid lane and did nothing to them. Like I, I probably did maybe like a quarter of their HP and they did like three quarters of my HP, but the other four members of my team just killed everybody else. And then I ran away and then we got like a free orb out of it and then won the game off of it basically. So I, you know, your job as a tank sometimes isn't to like be present in a fight. Sometimes it's just to get in somebody's face and make them have to run away from you. So those games were pretty good. I, I did play a lot of support as well. Decker support, Bellica support. Um, I went on a nine game win streak this week. So that was sick. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I we got Hasp to. Did you have fun? I did have a good time, man. I played a. All right, that's all. I played a crunch game and went eight, four, and nine with like a a pretty kind of attacky build. I I've been going Mutilator, Tainted Blade, but then I went Augmentation as well. So maybe not like Assassin. It still does have some Bruiser items, but like a lot of times I'll go Mutilator into like one pretty damaging item and then just go full tank the rest of the way because, ah, dude. Whenever I play, I. I feel like most of the time, the I, I can't trust all my teammates to engage. Um, I played a yeah, bro. I played <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm mid. I I, I, I played on. <laughs> I played a, a game with Hass and I played Kalari and he played Fang Mao because he wanted to Fang Mao passive abuse, and I think we were top two picks, and then our support picked uh, Bellica, and then our mid picked Howitzer, and so we just had no engage. And it, to be fair, we played against a master's level or grandmaster's level uh, jungler, uh, Crunch, who just shit on everybody. But like, yeah, dude. dude, I was absolutely the amount the amount of games I've played. Like when I solo queue, I'll play Gideon, mm-hmm. and then I'll literally save my teleport just so I can run straight into their team, so my team will like actually follow up and then <laughs> teleport, I teleport away from them. <laughs> That's so stupid. Just, because it's like no one is starting engaging this fight like i'm not going to stay in there and tank it but like i can at least as soon as somebody runs in everybody goes yeah i think like i think honestly if i if we play this game we were i mean we only lost six mmr we were uh you know a thousand or a hundred mmr down to this team because they had a a grandmasters player on their team i think if i play like an engaging character i think we probably win this game but we literally had zero engage, and we still like were killing everyone except the crunch. Yeah, and but the crunch just like would wait for either me or Hasp to try and engage, and then engage on us, and then insta kill us because he's crunch, and we're not engagers; we're assassins. And then it was a five v four basically, and they would win. They could win a five v four because we didn't have a tank. So, um. Definitely, if you're playing tanks, learn when to engage. Try like realistically, you're the fight starter, and if you start a bad fight and everyone dies, oh well, you just get to go next faster. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. If I'm playing steel or if I'm playing rampage, dude, I'm getting in there. Yeah, like you, you've been a part of it. Like sometimes we all die, and but sometimes we kill them all and get a free fang tooth out of it. You know, so. You're yeah. you're never gonna know when it's good good to take a fight unless you experiment. So, for sure. <laughs> uh, I played. Uh, last thing, I played a good bit of Chimera. I think I won most of my games with Chimera this week. I did lose one. I went four one and one and lost one. 
but my team was literally it, that was another one of those like every single time I went to right lane duo and mid died if I went to mid uh duo and off lane were dying and then if I went to off lane then uh mid and and off lane were dying or mid and duo were dying yeah just where you weren't yeah it was literally yeah and they had statical on the enemy team uh who he's a masters oh bro that'll lead into one of my yeah games. um go on okay statical we played up played mid into statical who's like a nuts player yeah. and he got kind of dumpstered on bro he was one seven and five i was eight three and two um it was me you hasp soccer and Kamaru. and dude we just like everywhere just won this game um I think the final kill line was like twenty six to nine. Oh, that was the game I played um, Delica. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, dude. Ooh, I I don't remember a lot of specifics on this game. I remember speci- I remember a few specifics. You were kind of getting bodied early, if I remember correctly. And then I I made a yeah. I got Countess kill. Yeah, like Countess killed me at minute seven, and then I killed Statical. At yeah, I rotated at minute ten and used my entire kit, and then you got the kill, and then you just started. Going off, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, because like I, yeah, I'm pretty like, sure he was like way ahead of you at, at that point. Because Countess got the kill, and you're just like, man, I can't do anything in this lane. I was like, okay, soccer, be, yeah, be careful. Yeah, Countess killed me early, yeah. and that got um, that got him ahead, like mm-hmm. early on. But bro, it was just like it, by the time the game was over, it was it was negligible. That rotation was huge. I do remember that now. Yeah. Um, you only did ten thousand damage though. I did sixteen thousand. Get wrecked. Yeah, bro. Eight, three, and two, boy. Yeah, okay. I just did my damage. At the right <laughs> I did time, the last you know? hits, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not about what you do. It's when you do it. Um, Soccer popped off. He went thirteen, three, and six. Yeah, dude. Game, Soccer dude. played Revenant and absolutely feasted that game. Camaro's yes, just a I farming. Yeah, Camaro. Camaro's Sta- just a farming. Statical <laughs> was like obviously way better than yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was. Because I remember his uh, R2000 was, like, half-healthing me. Yeah. I was like, dude, what the hell is this? Um, but I was also behind, mm-hmm. um, and that Countess, like, the Countess just came in and er- erased me at one point. Um, dude, one game, you were in this one as well. Um, you and I duo queued. This was the – so I played Faye, mm-hmm. and, like, the load-in screen happens. And it's their mid laner is phase. And I'm like, interesting. Okay. I'm not worried about that. And then I get there and it's like, uh, it, it's Richter. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, weird. dude. Oh, my but, gosh. I okay. forgot about this game, dude. Whatever. Like, Richter, that's fine. Like, yeah, I played I jungle this fine. game. Oh, shit, dude. I don't care either way. And then phase shows up. And I kill that Richter at minute two, um, like, just right out of the game. Yeah. But the entire game was Faye's Richter mid lane into me as Faye. So what would happen was Faye's would energy lance and then Richter would hook me. Um, it didn't work for them. I ended 5-5 five, five, and 14, and you kind of fisted. <laughs> you were 9-2 and 8. Our carry was 10-3 three, and 3. Our offlaner was 7-1 and 10. Our support was 4-1 and 14. And our support was 4-1 and 14. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, we, like, it was annoying ish but it was a sparrow on their team by herself in duo lane yeah and she um, was getting 
eating, bro. I yeah, I remember this game. That's crazy. Yeah, and like Faye and Rick are mid. Ricker was three and ten. Faye's was one and four. This is the game. Like, this is the game that uh, they had a chimera too, and he kept trying to take my five camp while I was like on my red buff, and yeah. I killed him like yeah, dude, three yeah, or four yeah. times in a row on the same five camp. That's crazy. It was uh, it was just such a weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. For sure, because it was the first game of the day. Mm-hmm. It was the first game I'd played in like a week, and I was like, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, but it didn't matter, dude. We absolutely dumped, just stomped on them. It was, uh, it was that combo is annoying. That energy lands into a hook. I will give them that. Yeah, I think but it just, surprised you early because I don't. I think it was like phase, and then Richter was hiding in the the wall. And it's like you had to like yeah. flash and you had no HP. I think we ended yeah, up like yeah. getting the kill on one of them on like the the yeah, my first game. Or... Yeah. But like yeah. you had you were like real low and had to back too, so you couldn't even like really get much off of it. Yeah, dude. It was strange <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um so that was a weird game. Um you kinda already talked about the uh Crazy Fool survival Yeah, game. bro, those games are Dude, just... Crazy Fool just shit all over me. Yeah. Uh, Crazy Fool. I lost super... 0.8 MMR, but... Yeah, yeah that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, most of the time when you play those, like, really, really good players, like, eh, you know, we're losing 2 MMR, 0.8 MMR, but if you get the dub, it's like you get 15. So it's like, realistically, yeah. if they, they have to beat you, like, 10 times for, like, one victory to count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that game... Though, like with the the phase and Richter in mid, it was like it caught me off guard, and it was slightly annoying. But dude, it was literally like my mindset on it, and it was the same thing when I played offlane a lot and went to get ganked a lot. Because um, like, why are they ganking offlane? You know? Yeah, for sure. It was like, well, at least if they're over here, the other lane should be good. Yeah. And, like, our jungler can be over there. And, dude, it was the same thing there. It was like, well, at least their carry's not going to get ahead. And, like, these two people are FaZe and Richter. They're not going to get ahead. Like, it was one of those, like, it's annoying for me, but it's so good. Like, we're going to win this yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. So, like, it really. It's, like, almost guaranteed that this game's a dub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long so as I don't just die like... every single wave I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't even, like, a tiltable, like, I was like, oh, dude, I'm actually cool with this. Like, it's super strange, but whatever. Yeah. Um, then you and I played a game. Uh, that We were down 200 MMR on this game because we had, like, a couple silvers on our team. We, you and I just carried this game yeah, is what dude. it was. Like, our teammates were, you know, they were just lower MMR. They were trying their best. Um, mm. Our duo was... Three and nine, our offlane was just two, three, and two. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he just that was the guy that would never come to anything ever. Yeah, remember? well, it's like he he at the beginning he was like coming to everything after he'd already lost his tower, and I was like, bro, like realistically, your offlaner is yeah. like big, like you should just split push and try and keep your offlaner in in offlane, and then he yeah. would do that. And but then he got like two. He got both the towers, and he kept trying to do that, and then kept dying, and like kept dying trying to split push. But the luckily, that game, uh, Bellica abused you, crunched abused. Classic. Like, that combo, Bellica crunch combo, is pretty nuts, and we just kind of, we just kind of popped off, dude. Yeah. Um, 
we carried that game for sure, which feels good. Which was fine. Yeah. Got fifteen yeah, MMR good. for it too. Feels even better. Um, yeah, that was nuts, dude. Because <laughs> we really are the reason. We yeah, for game. sure, dude. Um, and then the last game I'll talk about was with you and Hasp. It was the night we were getting everyone to forty. I was already forty before this game, mm. but I wanted. No, I still wanted to play. Um, and I was mid. And dude, you know who I don't like playing into in mid? Fucking Faye. <laughs> I think uh, Crazy Fool like PTSD'd me on Faye. Yeah, um, dude. Cause like, dude, it, when I said like Crazy Fool did not miss an E on me, and if your Faye is not missing E's. Like, dude, that other mid laner can't hang. Like, there's just nothing you can yeah, do. Yeah, because that, that um, damage spikes too, right? Doesn't that for each, like, consecutive E hit? Yes. So it's, like, hitting Yeah, it's, it spikes up on consecutive. Yeah. It gives mana back. It's on, like, a three-second cooldown. Like, yeah, bro. it's just, uh, it's very oppressive. Yeah. Um, so we are playing, um, it was my last game of the night, and they pick a Fae. They lock in Fae. I'm like, dude, of course. I'm like, who do I play in the Fae? You're like, I don't know, try um, Countess. You can just, like, Shadow Slit. Like, you can just negate her ult completely. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, Countess, is Countess even the play, though? Is she even good right now? And you're like, I mean, if you're good with her, like... <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, I've been shit on by plenty of Countesses recently. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, granted, this was a low MMR game. Yeah. Um, like, I was higher than our team average. We had a bronze on each team. Our team average was what two hundred over there. Yeah. So it was like um, you were higher by a hundred than our team average too. So yeah, um, yeah, dude. So I played Countess into this Faye. This Faye just would not leave tower, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this was. I think if it had been a really good Faye, I probably would have got dumpstered. I don't. Uh, I ended six one and seven. Yeah, dude. You kind of. But dude, I slipped every ult. Like I don't, I didn't get failed at once. Yeah, I, don't I think. played a, I played Chimera this game, and I killed her. I'm pretty sure every single time she died, I'm pretty sure it was to me. Yeah, she only died three times. Yeah, she died three times, but it was like late game, and she was trying to push a wave when she didn't have a T1 tower. And every single time she died, she ulted me, and I just cleansed it, and then just ran at her because what is she gonna do after she uses her ult? Yeah. And so like she was at like the river with no T1, and I was like coming up behind her and i killed her three times like that and like you said yeah. it, when when she had the t1 she would like throw her like aoe on the ground and then just back up into tower and just chill there and i was like well because I, I kept like saying like hey danger like, I, i'm coming to you and then you're like no man like she's you can't do anything she's in tower i was like okay yeah. well i guess i'm not coming to you anymore then like have fun yeah dude it literally until that tower was down, there was like no way to kill her. Yeah, unless we just all ta- like unless we towered mm-hmm. up to do it. Um. But but yeah, man, I played Countess. It felt really good. Um. Yeah, dude, you popped, bro. It, literally had yeah, dude. fragged. Yeah, six one seven. Highest KDA in the game, bro. Yeah, bro, but it was not to. Speak ill of the dead, but they were. Yeah, you were better. You're just clearly better than them. That's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, dude. It was one of those. I was so thankful, like, because I was playing Countess. I was like, man, I'm just glad that it's not Crazy Fool on <laughs> Faye right now. 
Um, yeah, that's it, really that's what I was like, man. Just play Countess, and uh, you're like, yeah. what do you mean? like it, she. It was a good like suggestion though because she did ult me, and I think she just kind of gave up after a certain point because like the yeah, shadow slipped like four or five. Ults yeah, because like once you shadow like, slip, you you lose like you go CC immune and and like target immune, and so because of that, you automatically you don't even have to like teleport away, you just have to teleport to something. And you lose yeah. the like the connection. Yeah. So, so. I was just like, well, it, like, because most, not you know, not again. This I don't want to keep shit talking. This particular Fey, and we're not naming names or anything, but like most Fey's like try and most bad Fey's try and all in you when they have their ult up. It's like, oh, I just mm-hmm. ult them and then use all my abilities and they die. When like good Fey's, they poke you down nonstop and then if you step up the it's like the ult is the the scare factor right it's like you're trying to stay for xp but if you step up i just ult you and you and you die i don't even yeah, have to all in you i can just ult yeah, you and you're you gonna poke die. them down yeah. and then they like retreat to tower and then you just go ult them and they're yeah dead. and then and then they're dead right and so like good phase they just poke you incessantly until you die like they, they they'll just poke you without using any other ability on you and like they'll use the rest of the abilities yeah. to clear the wave and then eat you to death. Yeah. But like bad phase, I've noticed it's like and and to be fair, I, I I would I'm in the the bad phase category. I don't play Fae at all. But like typically it's like, oh I have my ult up, like let's make a play. But when she can't make a play on you because of the ult, it's like that's probably why she was just sitting back and it's like, oh, I guess I just clear this and hope that my other yeah. team can- When really, bro, she didn't yeah. yeah. From jump, she should have just it, she did it the like line ability first the bramble patch or whatever uh, she should have just taken that and absolutely sh- I, honestly I, I think Faye actually has a pretty good matchup in the count as i probably shouldn't have suggested that because like if you walk up and try and clear the wave she just ease you right and then the wave bro yeah that was the thing i walked up and i was like well let me see yeah what this e game looks like for her <laughs> and uh she didn't even have e and she would just like backed off and let me clear wave one and i was like Oh, oh! This is gonna be a bad game for her. That's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, this is free. Yeah. Um, the so, the best way to stop yeah, a like, countess is to punish her from like level one to six. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. That was literally my mindset. I was let me go into wave, see how she reacts, and then chill into like level six. Yeah, yeah. and like just kind of hang back and even tide and and get some farm. Like, and then you're like, oh shoot, and, she's not gonna even poke me. I'm just gonna free farm this wave and uh, yeah, yeah, rotate on repeat and get kills. Yeah, dude. So, um, but yeah, Countess felt like she's super fun to play. Um, I hadn't played Countess in months, bro. Yeah, like I hadn't played Countess in so long. Dude, you need to play some more Countess, um, man. I think Countess has, has like some niche picks. I think she's. I think her matchup into Gadget is actually disgusting because you can just immune the. Uh, the bomb. And yeah, if you get immune yeah. the bomb, like what does gadget do to you? I mean, I guess she could technically root you in her ult and that's like the best thing she can do. But like, yeah, if you can immune the bomb, like while you're fighting in wave, like really she can't poke you. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that, yeah, the big thing is like being able to close that yeah. gap onto the gadget. Cause gadget has stupid range. Yeah. yeah. But... And then even, even with Gideon, right? Like his abilities are so telegraphed. Like, you should theoretically be able to like shadow slip his abilities. Like I'm, I'm obviously yeah, the not Q all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like really the like 
the slow boulder, it doesn't hit that hard. Like if you take that ability, but you dodge the like big Q one, yeah, right? Calls him a green. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be probably out trading him on counters. So it's also good too because, um, like, depending on how high he gets up on his ult, you just blink to him and ult yeah, him, and, he, and it takes him out. Exactly, of Exactly, it's another way to take him out of the ult for sure. So. Or you shadow slip to yeah, him. Yeah. And, then, and so like, uh, probably bad matchup into Faye. That was probably a poor. Yeah, Howie, suggestion. not so great. Probably not great into Howie, but Howie doesn't get picked much. Probably not great into Morgesh because, like, although Morgesh doesn't have great clear early, neither does Countess, and Countess has to be, like, in the wave, and so you can just, like, bomb her and, like, mark her on yeah, repeat. Yeah, mark them yeah. on repeat. Yeah. So. But it was fun playing somebody I hadn't played in a yeah, long time. Yeah, for sure, dude. Because I, I, I do, whenever I go to pick a mid laner, I'm like, man, it's just kind of still right now. Like, Yeah, dude, play Play some different yeah, do I pick Bellica, Gideon, Gadget, play, dude, Faye. Play, play Shinbi. Play, play uh, Fang Mao mid, bro. Play. Uh... Dude, I want to. I need to, like, watch somebody do it. I need to, like, see how that is done. Yeah. Because yeah. I do think it would be fun. Um, I just think you just, I think you just passive abuse, bro. I think that's basically it. Yeah, I think, really, it's like, you do that, I guess, but really, the best one that I, I, I saw it, like, it's been a month or two mm-hmm. ago, but they just rot- rotated on repeat. Yeah. Though. There's, I mean, there's some really good, uh, like physical power and magical defense items when they're, yeah, I need to hit up Simba and just be like, Hey dude, like how do you do this? <laughs> like dread is nuts, right? Like it has pin magical armor and physical power tectonic mallet, especially like if you're going, is dread the one that they just changed? Yeah. They just changed um, upon receiving magical damage from an enemy hero. You block twenty five percent of all incoming magical damage for three seconds. Yeah, and then while you have sinister shield available, like up the the passive up, it you get you have twenty bonus physical power. So it's actually a sixty physical power item. Um, which is sick. Tectonic mallet is great on Fang Mao, right? He gains movement speed by casting his shield, and then also you're probably gonna go paint weaver on him anyway, which gives you even more movement speed, right? Absolution is great for if they have, um hard cc right you gain damage mitts and for again 40 percent bonus movement speed another more movement speed it has tenacity has some physical power and then legacy dude if you you know cc immunity for three seconds when dropping below 40 percent max health it has power magical armor ability haste and tenacity like all four of those items are good in different scenarios you know like i could see yeah. I could, you could build those items on on jungle feng mal for different scenarios and i'd be like yeah that makes sense Right. Yeah. And so But uh but yeah, man. Games were fun. I didn't play as much as you yeah, yeah. since we last recorded, but I did play about ten games. Yeah. So and so played diver you know. Yeah, you're, you're playing like played five Gideon games and right Gadget. Now. I played Faye, I played Bellica, I played Countess. So. Yeah, dude. dude Bellica is so strong. Yep. That's my big takeaway from my games. <laughs> you only so played strong. like one Bellica game too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, but bro, we like we just we you and I literally won that game. Yeah, a hundred percent, dude. And it wouldn't even. I don't even know if I was worried at any point about that game, even though the rest of our team was getting dumpstered. Yeah, because it was just that combo of Crunch and, and Bellica. But, but yeah, man, a lot of freaking pred talk. Yeah, bro, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of big week. stuff coming. A lot of so. big stuff coming. A lot of exciting things. Like, I am like. I wouldn't say worried, but like trepidatious, right? Like I don't want to just get super hype. Um, 
but I do think most of the stuff like, and I typically have a positive outlook on most things. Right. But I, I'm looking, what I'm looking and seeing, I think is positive personally. So, and I, I think <laughs> I dude, I tweeted a, a crazy fool. Um, the other day it, like him and f6 were like just kind of talking about the the like announcements and stuff and crazy fools talking about how you know player base is low and that's really the biggest issue and i you know i i we've talked about it before i agree with that um but i was like you know personally i have a more positive outlook like you know there are a bunch of different games that have just launched like we're at the end of a season right like there are there are like five or six things in my opinion that are affecting the low player base and it's not I, I mean, I do think that some of them are like predecessor based, right? Like, there's no. Yeah, I think season two, just yeah. because they, I think they did the right thing, but it was like definitely exactly. at the expense of the current player. Base. Yeah, and, but I, but the thing is, I think a lot of the player base, personally, from and this is maybe just from our Discord, but a lot of them are like, no, I'm 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 planning on coming back. It's just that I don't, you know, there's. Baldur's Gate 3 out, there's this game out, there's this game Armored out. Core, Starfield. Bro, literally so many games. Uh, wow. Um, classic hardcore. Yeah, dude. Uh, and so it's like, really there's not much changing in Pred right now, and so I'm just going to play these other games and maybe play a game or two of Pred a week instead of 20, 30 games of Pred. And, you know... Yeah, dude. Haspen, I keep talking about it, but this is like a blockbuster year of games, mm-hmm. like akin to like 2014, 2007, you know, yeah. 2007, 2004, 98, like, where it's just like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, it feels like every single month is like a really good game comes out and then you play it and it's really good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like there's been Final Fantasy 16, Armor Core, Baldur's Gates, or there's been four or five game of the years. That like, if they came out like a different year, they could potentially have, yeah, been, for sure. That are, yeah. So, I mean, it's the um, the Zelda game that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Spider-Man is coming out this year. Yeah, bro. There's a lot of stuff. And so yeah. that's that's kind of like my argument to him. And he's like, no, I definitely can see that. But uh, most of the time when player base goes down, it doesn't come back. And I was like, no, I agree with you, man. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to argue that. I just yeah. – personally, I'd, I'd like to have a positive outlook on things and maybe – I'm naive, but I the, this game just has so much potential, in my opinion. And so it's like, I, and the people playing it obviously believe it too. So they, I think I will worry about player base when the game. Is yeah, played. exactly. That's kind of how I feel too. Now I won't enjoy the low player base, right? Yeah, because like <laughs> when you're playing, I shouldn't play into crazy, <laughs> but I also shouldn't play into that team where I'm, you know, three hundred. MMR above their average and I'm not the highest MMR in our team. Yeah, like, for sure. It's yeah, uh, those games just aren't fun for anybody, right? Like it's not fun for a masters player to stomp a, a plat player and it's not fun for a plat player to stomp a diamond or to stomp a, a silver player, right? Like Yeah, dude. It's, the games it's are rare more, there should be a diamond and a bronze in the yeah, same game. Yeah. It's more fun Either when there are it. five diamonds versus five diamonds and you know, everyone relatively knows what they're doing and it's you can't just like abuse the the adc that's a bronze player and has no idea about positioning right like yeah haspin and i were kind of talking about it i feel like uh because him and i were both plat and he was like man i feel like plat for this game is like elo hell like mmr hell mm-hmm. um because 
right now the player base is either like from what i've seen is either like silver or masters and like you know obviously there's plats and diamonds in there um but like dude i i see more masters players in the games i play than i've ever seen gold players (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) and it's like like that's not terrible, but it's also like damn. well, yeah, you, you're never gonna be able to <laughs> like, to climb like right if if MMR gaining is your goal, right? The way that the system works right now, and I don't think it's the system's fault. Like a lot of people like on Reddit are like fix your MMR system, a meta. I I I still think it's just a player base issue fault. Like there's just not enough players for the the match system to make a fair game with diamond players or with masters players. So instead it makes a fair game based on MMR as close as it can. Right. But that means like, like you said, like there's a diamond, sometimes there's like a diamond player, a plat player, a gold player, a silver and a bronze on each team. And so like theoretically that's, that's an even match, but it's just not fun because you know, if, if you get, if your diamond player is matched into their bronze and they're playing a, a, a very important role, right? Like that game can just be won or lost based on role selection, not on game knowledge or, you know, map knowledge or, or macro or, or whatever, right? It's just that diamond players beating up on a player that they're just way better than, you know? Yeah. So at like games, games are more fun when it's an evenly matched game, in my opinion. And like, you're going to like, even if it feels like five diamonds versus five diamonds every single game, like there are going to be some games where you stomp because they just make a mistake and you capitalize on it. And there are going to be some games that you get stomped, you know, but like you can, yeah, you can look I mean, back theoretically, at it. Five diamonds versus five diamonds. You're going to lose every other game. Yeah, like, exactly. And so the, like, but the thing is it, it's because it's a fair matchup. It doesn't feel as bad as when you are losing a game to two masters levels players because they're just better than you right like that feels terrible um and vice versa it feels terrible to lose a game when you're you're 10 and 0 and your team is owned exactly <laughs> yeah that feels even worse in my opinion and so it's like i'd rather you know have five diamonds and we just make a bad call on or prime and lose the game and say well we made the- at least i can be contented yeah to the masters exactly. <laughs> but you know if we make a bad call it's like we can all say damn that was a shit call you know like we lost the game because of that whereas like oh no we just lost the game because survivor played carry and then our bronze player played played carry and uh he just was 20 and 0 at minute 15 and we lost you know for sure dude well so- keep plugging away i do think uh season three starts season three there'll be a, a surge of players again. yeah for sure and especially with console too i think a lot there are a lot of console ps4 ps5ers out there that are yeah and so what i'm hoping is season three launch surge of players character acquisition keeps them engaged for a week or two mm-hmm. um maybe console announcement earlier like in in yeah something i but and then maybe a little bit of taper off but then um, next year will launch. Obviously, big surge of players. Ideally, console at that mm. point. So even more surge uh, of players. So then huge player base there. And then 
Because, like, dude, if you really, dude, that day, I mean, there was, like, what, 16,000 people at on PC launch, like, that day, or yeah, let me get, something let me like that? Yeah, let me go back and look. Oh, no, so the way it, it, there were, on launch, or on December 4th, which I believe was the weekend, or, like, the the Saturday or Sunday. So I think Saturday, it was the 3rd, December 3rd, and Sunday was the 4th. There were 16,500 matches, basically, on each of those Match. days. Which means that yeah. ten players were playing, you know, a match. Like each one of those matches, yeah. it's ten people. We're on. We're averaging around two thousand matches a day, pretty consistently. And, and you know, there's some spikes, obviously, when like there's you know thirty four hundred matches, but like we're averaging about two thousand matches a day, pretty consistently, going back to like. I would say probably like June, maybe even May. So it's been pretty – matches have played have been pretty consistent. But you can tell, obviously, the player base has dipped because, like, there's not that many matches being played, right? Like, even in yeah. February, there was a couple days where it was like 7,000 matches. March was 6,000 matches, right? Like, if you look at the yeah, peaks, but- it's like 3,000 right now is there- the max we're getting yeah but yeah dude console launch will obviously bring in a big surge of mm-hmm. players there'll be hero acquisition um probably next after that will be hero mastery so that'll be more incentive mm-hmm. to continue to play um we'll be getting all these like more characters which are good um mm-hmm. then they'll come out with their because every time there's a hero launch there's a surge at least for a couple days um and then, you know, like, I think, I think with this, the features and, and things that are coming out, it should be enough. And I, I do think console coming out will definitely help the uh, matchmaking. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so it'll be fun, man. It'll, it'll, uh, I think, I, it's weird because it's like the game just to me the game just came out and it's been out for four years like all at the same time you know yeah. like time has just been weird for me for sure I've literally like had a baby since the game released mm-hmm. yeah but time is uh, I don't know time is I, I think I think the um, the console release will be here like it I think it'll sneak up on us and it'll be like oh shit yeah I mean consistently they've been saying console release before the end of the year. So, based on that, yeah, and, and, but, and they said early, in, early, and what what gets me is early season three. So I'm thinking V12, yeah, which will be somewhere in, in six weeks, yeah. for sure. I yeah, dude, that, that's that seems like it would work. It would go along yeah. with all the things they've said. So yeah, and I think V13 would yeah V13 would still be within that before the end of the year if if it did get pushed back. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm with you. I think V12 is, that seems like a nice time. See, and, you know? and then the, it's the other effect of this, right. Is that comes out and then all the people that are like, man, it's just not enough people playing for fair matches. So I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like their buddies like, Hey man, matches have actually been a lot better because there's more people on. For sure. And then, so people that have put it down are back now mm-hmm. and then there's incentive to keep playing. So. I think season three is going to be like, I want to temper my expectations. Yeah. But season three is definitely that it'll be the true like mark of like, okay, this is, mm. 
And I think it, based on all the interviews that all the meta employees are giving, they seem super excited about season three. Like there's going to be some massive stuff. Like obviously the stuff that they've announced is massive, but like they're, they're more excited than the stuff that they announced in my opinion too. I don't know if you've yeah. gotten that from any of like the Predcast interviews or the PCC interviews that they've done. Yeah, dude, so it's uh it'll be interesting, but um, the goal is to release this on the day of Sarah season three launch. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the goal. So hopefully if you're listening to this, you've got a good four hour downtime, but then a new hero and all kinds of fun stuff to do. So come play some games. With got me. anything else you want to, you want to add? Uh, join the discord, follow us on Twitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of things coming. Um, <laughs> come play as with always. Us. Follow, like, subscribe, join the discord. Uh, come talk to us. Game with us. Uh, we love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.